This is skateboarding. Welcome back, friends. You are tuned in to the Bones Brigade Audio Show. I'm Larry, and with me, as always, is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir? Good, man. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Here we are, first show of the, the new year. It's it's pretty crazy. It snuck up on us quick. Yeah. Did you have a good, uh, have a good New Year's? Yeah, I guess it was okay. You know, just hanging out with the kids, fell asleep on the couch, you know, right, woke man. up at some point and then just rolled in the bed and, you know, yep. called it a night. Yeah, it's pretty mellow. That sounds pretty much exactly <laughs> what, I, what I did too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. New Year's has never really connected with me. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like it's always supposed to be this epic, wild, ce- wild celebration, but that's not really my style. And then it just, yeah, I don't know there's a kind of that pressure to, do that but then i don't know it just i don't know it just doesn't really hit with me i guess yeah i hear you man so i haven't had too many wild uh new year's eves in my day i've had some but you know they're they're 20 plus years 20 behind years behind point. yeah mine yeah, are yeah. too yeah, yeah yeah all right so we're talking about a wild one today we are gonna do police academy 4 <laughs> subtitled <laughs> citizens on patrol cop and let me give you a little background so when matt and i first conceived the show we knew we had to do this at some point and we originally thought that we would package it together with some other shorter clips because the skateboarding in this movie you know is just a really kind of three four five minute thing yeah but now that time you know now that we've done the show for a while it can it can stand alone but now that i'm wishing that you know in our time because we've done all the videos like in order so this is out of order, but we originally wanted to put this out on Christmas as like a gift, like a thank you. Like, here's a little, here's a little surprise for you. Here's a gift. Here's Police Academy 4. But scheduling, conflicts, et cetera, has pushed it back. But now here, here we are. So yeah. I think this is going to be a good one. There's a, a little bit more to dig into than, uh, than meets the eye. Than meets the eye. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Definitely. You know, going through this, well, the whole movie kind of with a fine tooth comb, there's some some interesting fun facts that I never, you know, I haven't really watched this or even hyper analyzed it. And mm. the things I was seeing or noticing in the background kind of blew me away yeah. that I've never heard anyone mention before. So I don't know if we're going to blow minds here or if people That's what we're here for. Care. Yeah, 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 that is what we're here for, man. Yeah. But, and also we're going to have a special guest coming a little later that can probably drop all kinds of little knowledge on us. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> um, but before we get into the video, you know, we always like to kind of uh, mention some stuff at the uh, beginning of the show. Kevin Staub was on a recent episode of the nine club, which is always a great show. I'm sure you guys know the nine club and, you know, most people think of Sims, Mm-hmm. Kevin Staub on Sim Skateboards, but he was on Powell he was Peralta. A Powell guy. Yeah. yeah, he's in Bones Brigade Video Show and Future Primitive, and then then he kicked over to Sims. So some good Powell talk on there. It's everyone go check that out. I met Kevin um, once at okay. a it was a Birdhouse uh, demo. Okay, and uh, that dude is so nice. God, the just one of the nicest people ever, like that you could ever meet. 
super, super funny and approachable. And uh, he wasn't really skating. It was like a street, kind of a street course. It was an indoor park. It was like an old dance park. And he was like, I was like, are you going to skate? And he's like, no, man, there's no, no vert ramp. There's nothing for me to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I met him uh, a couple of times nice. too. I've actually have been to uh, Tony Hawk's warehouse or whatever that is. You call him that he has his mm. vert ramp at. And uh, Oh, you've been there? Yeah, a couple times. Oh, nice. And he was just like in the front lobby one day and he kind of just like, super, like, like you said, so friendly. It was just like, we we're instantly mm-hmm. like old buddies, you know, it was like kind of wild. Yeah, that's cool. What were you doing there? Uh, went with Mike V there a couple times. Oh, okay. I think at one point Mike was on like the, the skate park committee, the oh, all right. skate park the foundation. Yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Hawk foundation committee. Right. So I went down there for a meeting one time and then. Another time, I think we just popped in there. We were down there skating and then uh, was close by and we just like popped in there one time. Did you skate the ramp? Uh, I think I pumped. I, I didn't drop in. I, you know, Did I you? just kind of like pumped up and down on it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn, dude. And, and it had a lunch catered by Wahoos. Oh, you probably don't know Wahoos. I know Wahoos. Like you know, I know Wahoos. Wahoos. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it had a catered lunch by Wahoos. Yeah. It was pretty wild. There's a, I don't know what his affiliation is with it, but there's a, a kind of a relatively famous uh, BMX guy that I, I think either owns or co-owns Wahoos. Okay. Um, and uh, his name is Ron, Ron Camaro or Ron Camaro. But yeah, anyway, it just it's weird that he's, you know, he's just like this guy that was sort of part of the, the BMX freestyle scene. And I know he's like somehow involved with Wahoos hmm. <laughs> now. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I love Wahoos, dude. Yeah, dude. It's been absolutely. a while since I, I had it. I also finally had a chance to watch uh, Stacy Peralta's latest documentary, the yin and yang of uh, Jerry mm-hmm. Lopez surf documentary. Mm-hmm. Dude, I loved it, dude. Super Was it good? good. Yeah. I learned a lot. I mean, I don't know anything about surfing, but you know, I'll, I'll yeah. check out anything that, you know, Stacy's involved with. So sat down and watched that it's now free to watch on youtube the full movie like the production company that released it mm-hmm. just like here you go free movie on youtube that's awesome super psyched i learned a lot and uh man sir like i don't even like to go in the water i've never surfed i don't like to mm-hmm. swim but man just some of these shots of jerry lopez surfing i was just like i want yeah do, i want to try that you know it's just super I've, super fluid yeah. and beautiful just like wow there's some really good file foot i don't know what you call it, archival, yeah, archival. footage of, yeah, yeah yeah it's just like wow super good one of my favorite movies growing up do you remember back to the beach yes <laughs> i loved that movie growing up and there's like this whole like this like sort of weird like group of people that like live in like one of those sort of like i don't know if it's like a beach like a tower on the beach and mm-hmm, they like mm-hmm. just like <laughs> in this movie and they just get up every day and they run out into the waves and surf I always thought that looked so cool. I've never surfed, but I do have a couple of skim boards okay. that I've messed with here and there. And um, I, I'm not any good at it or anything. And I'll tell you what, man, like when trying to learn to skim board, like you run toward the water yeah. and you basically drop the board like you're dropping a skateboard, you know, yeah. you hop on it and you try to ride the wave kind of out. Yeah. And dude, slamming into sand <laughs> is just the most brutal thing in the world it's like you'd think it would be more forgiving than concrete yeah but it's not it's wow. just like it is just like i remember like getting up and just having these giant red rashes of just like sand burn you mm-hmm. know down my mm-hmm. side and stuff so yeah dude anyone that can like fully like actually surf and surf well hats off to you because man yeah 
he seemed like a super cool dude too. I was, I was really enjoying his uh, interview. And I was also really surprised he's in Conan the Barbarian. No way. He's like Conan's really? sidekick in the movie. Yeah, he's got a few acting roles. He's even uh, plays the character Vince in the, remember that surf movie, The North Shore? Yeah. In the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, in that really? movie. He was also like that a technical sense. advisor. And he's okay. in like all the old like surf movies from in the 70s and stuff. Yeah. He's like, just seemed like super awesome. Speaking of the North Shore, real quick. So the North Shore, Rad and Thrashing. Mm-hmm. It's they're all the same, right? Just oh yeah, just swap Completely. out the swap yeah, out the, like the same yeah. loves the underdog totally. wins the contest, yeah. the love story, the forbidden. You could also story. Uh, throw in their airborne. Okay, the rollerblade, the, the rollerblade. Yeah, same thing, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, just swap out the extreme yeah. sport. Yeah, yeah like the bad guy and the love interest and the yeah. competition. The, under, the, the outsider. End. Yeah, underdog wins. Yeah, yeah, yep, it's yeah. Crazy. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, one more thing, well, I guess maybe a couple things. So on the show, we mentioned these uh, Paul Prothazine's intelligent reports quite a bit, right? Report. Yeah. And uh, one of mine had gone missing that they're, they're great for, you know, kind of like doing research on these videos and stuff, because most of them have like articles on the videos are coming soon, etc. So one of mine had gone missing and it's the issue that had Axe rated article mm. in it. And on the Axe Rated episode, we mentioned, or I guess I mentioned, a freestyle video that was supposed to come out at one point. Yeah, I remember. And I was kind of just talking about it, like from memory, like what it said. Yeah. But I have found it. And I'd kind of like to maybe go over some of the details. So, I mean, we've talked about Axe Rated a lot, but there was a couple interesting things in this article. So it was released in June of 88. They kind of have like a date that's attached to it. If you're like a date guy that can wants to put things into order, like how we like do. You. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, limited to 2000 copies. It mentions here, which is pretty interesting. Wow. So what's okay. it say here? Uh, the video is being issued in a limited edition was signed by George and Stacy mm-hmm. and numbered copies being sent to 2000 shops around the world. So that's pretty interesting. And then at the bottom of the article in quotes, you know, titled the freestyle video, and this isn't very long, so I'll read it with a release date set for this June, the Powell Peralta freestyle video will present the balletic form of skating as it has never been seen before. Rodney, Pear, Kevin, Sophie, and Stacy, historical footage, the latest maneuvers, as well as the originals. The now and then, as well as the future, it will astound your senses, amaze your friends, and impress your family. Look for it wherever skate videos are available. Well, you could look other places too, but, and that's it. That's all it says. And then, so I guess it, it just Just got canned. Yeah. So I wonder if there is an edit of that out there. I'm guessing there's gotta be, because if they're like saying we're releasing this in June, and this is from like the spring of 88, Mm -hmm. that. But I'm always curious if does that footage roll over into public domain or is it just shelved? And that could be, the, yeah, that, that could be. I mean, or maybe it's you know that's just a little bit of what you see in public domain. Yeah, you know, there, there's probably a whole Sophie part out there. Yeah, because they you know? they cut it down into the yeah. other little section. Yeah, and Rodney's kind of got he's got that he's on that big concrete like yeah. abandoned pad, and then there's that mm-hmm. other footage where he's in front of like the uh, the fountain, the fountain that's like yeah. Yeah, so maybe some of that is 
freestyle video. I don't know. Well, and also there was no Per Wallander in public domain. So that, uh, you know, if they had film, if they had footage of Pear that they were going to put out in the freestyle video, there's got to be some stuff from him around that time that no one's ever seen. Yeah. Be, you know? Yeah. They've got to like put some stuff out or yeah. bust out another special edition DVD and include yeah. some more stuff. We got to just call them out online. Just be like, yo, where is this video you guys are talking about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're waiting. To, yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been waiting for a long time. 35 years. 35 years. Yeah, let's get it going. Come on. Yeah. My dad, I might just have to pick up the phone and call George. Just like, do it. Just yeah. unlock the vault. Come dude. On. Yeah. Let's get that freestyle video out. Yeah. All right. Did you have any, anything else at the, Top oh, you uh, you know, one thing I wanted to mention was if you haven't seen it yet, um, go check out the Instagram video from oh yes, uh, pre right around Christmas time, because uh, Larry was kind enough to send our good friend Peter McEwen a package with a experimental sticker in it, and it's very cool video. It's short, but the coolest thing is Peter filmed a little video of yeah. opening the opening like an unboxing video, uh huh, and he filmed it right out in front of the Silver Lake neutra studio that he used to work at with stacy and yeah and, like uh, the fabled cut... office where they cut yeah. all the videos yeah and he's got shots in there of the uh the bus bench uh the famous bus bench and uh also the parking lot that they the shot greater gutter open the greater gutter open it's in. amazing so it's, it's right it's next door cool. yeah it's right yeah it's literally around the corner but um very, very cool footage that you will definitely want to just check out. It's not, you know, it's two not, minutes long. Or it's whatever. two minutes long. Yeah. yeah. So go, go definitely give that a look if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It's super cool. All right. So let's get into police Academy Four citizens on patrol. And you know how I like to do it. I like to like give some credit to the, the makers of these movies. So here's what we're doing here. So police Academy Four citizens on patrol released by Warner brothers. So we're dealing with some, some major motion pictures. Serious business yep. here, man. Yeah. And the running time is one hour, 28 minutes written by Neil Israel, Pat Proft and Gene Quintano and produced by Paul Maslansky. Mm-hmm. And he is the guy that's credited for wanting to have skateboarding in this movie oh very cool yeah so hats off to paul and he's the one that contacted stacy peralta okay all right so if you're wondering how the bones brigade ended up in police academy 4 it's from paul maslansky and uh cinematography by robert sad edited by david rawlings and here's some interesting dates because i was always wondering how how did this this movie tie in with Animal Chin? Like this happened right before, right after? Is it happening mm-hmm. at the same time? So Police Academy 4 released in theaters nationwide on Friday, April 3rd, 1987. Okay. That's a little earlier than I thought because just 27 days later, the search for Animal Chin premieres in Santa Monica on May 1st, 1987. Oh, Okay. And so I found that to be pretty interesting because I want to think I saw, I mean, I saw Police Academy 4 in the theater, not knowing there was skateboarding in it until it was happening in front of my eyes. Yeah. I want to, I think I saw Animal Chin before I saw Police Academy, if memory serves me correctly. Mm, And and IMDb has uh, filming dates uh, for the movie. September 8th, 1986 
to November 1986. Okay. And as far as I've been able to find, when Animal Chin was filmed, so that movie was filmed in reverse order. So the first thing they shot was the chin ramp sequence. Right, right. And we've established that that was in August 1986. So that's right before Police Academy. But how long did, I'm sure Chin took more than a month. I don't know. Maybe Lance can fill us in on all this. I just find it fascinating. How maybe, the who, two kinda, who, maybe who can fill us oh, in? Oh, our special guest that's coming up later. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. And then I just had a few of these start, like, check these names out, dude. So a movie starring Steve Gutenberg, mm-hmm. Bubba Smith, Michael Winslow, David Graff, Tim Krasinski, mm-hmm. Sharon Stone is in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Leslie Easterbrook. And yeah, man, the, I think uh, I had a I had a crush on her when I was a little kid. <laughs> Who didn't? Yeah, holy smokes. Uh Marion Ramsey, Lance Kinsey, GW Bailey, Bobcat Goldthwait, George Gaines. He's was a Captain right? Lassard. Yeah, Commandant Lassard. Kind of, uh Punky yeah. Brewster's like adopted yeah. father yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two guys that are important <laughs> to this episode. We've got Brian Backer as mm. Arnie. David Spade as Kyle. So we all know David Backer as Mark Ratner Brian from Backer. Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah. High, one of my yeah. favorite movies of all times. And then David Spade, who was actually a skateboarder, and this is his first role ever right yeah. here. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So those are just a few of the credits. Oh, and then here's all right. So here's the important stuff talking about the skateboard credits. So the second unit director, Stacy Peralta. So here mm-hmm. we are. And this surprised me too. I looked this up. So the second unit cinematographer, Pat Darren, that, you know, if you've been oh, listening yeah. to the show, he is involved with the early Powell Peralta videos, especially Animal Chin. And I always think of those movies from the 70s that he did, Go For It and Freewheeling. And he even worked on the Bones Brigade documentary, Bones Brigade mm-hmm. and Autobiography. So he's been with Stacy for forever. Because yeah. Stacy's like the star of the freewheeling video from the 70s. Right, right. Yep. So then the skaters, we've got Lance Mountain, and he's doubling for Brian Backer. We've got Tony Hawk and Chris Miller doubling for David Spade. And we've got some info on how and when Chris Miller comes into the mix here. So Lance, Tony, and Chris, they're kind of like stunt doubling i guess you would call it and then the other guys steve caballero mike mcgill and tommy guerrero i guess you could kind of say they're just playing themselves yeah in a way or just generic skate buddies skate buds yeah. yeah so uh david spade is goofy foot and tony hawk is goofy foot so that lines up and then chris miller comes in at some point and he's regular foot and so there's mm. a little bit of a stance change so you can tell like who's yeah. who's skating what and where you know that's like in uh in thrashing uh steve caballero doubles or he stunt doubles for radley okay and, and there's different that same stance. thing the different yeah. stances goofy yeah. to regular yeah. yeah yeah so that's some of the the skate credits um i was also going to mention there's a little bit of documentation out there about this so in the march 87 issue of thrasher magazine uh it has jeff phillips on the cover um there's an article that kind of just gives some quick highlights that i want to read for you guys real quick and the article like there's no one credited who wrote this but i wouldn't be surprised if it's craig stesic maybe so the article is titled police log docket number sk8 
O-R-B-S. So I don't know what that's all about. That mean like skate or bullshit? Yeah, I, you know, skate, skate or, or, BS? or BS. Yeah, skate or bait. I don't know what that is. Date, filmed in the fall of 1986, slated for March 87 release at a theater near you. Case title, Police Academy 4, the latest in a long line of comic cop spoofs. Location, Toronto, Canada, but could have been the downtown of any Skatopolis, USA. Time, approximately one month of filming edited to under five minutes of film time. Key contact, Stacey Peralta, notorious skate dog, hired on as second unit director, also to cast all skaters, create the storyboard, choose the locations, make the ramps, hold the camera, and rough edit. Producer Paul Meslansky, whose idea it was to have skating in the film, Peralta says of him, he's the best guy to hit skateboarding from Hollywood ever. Suspects, Tommy Guerrero, Steve Caballero, Mike McGill, Tony Hawk, and Lance Mountain. Chris Miller was also involved during the last week of filming. Hollywood actors David Spade and Brian Backer. Backer played geek in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and Spade is a former skater from Arizona. Hmm. Crimes. Guerrero and McGill and Caballero play themselves. No speaking parts, just intense skate stunts. Mountain doubled for Backer. Miller was brought in to double for Hawk, who was doubling for Spade. Description. All five skaters are just out for a night on the town session together. They basically just rip apart the city and get paid handsomely for doing so. Ringleader Peralta commented, I think it's the best work we've done yet. There are bits and pieces of skating throughout, but the main damage is inflicted when the suspects first appear on film. The highlight of which is a stunt jump by Lance and Chris over a parked police cruiser. So that's some good details right there. Definitely. And the, the only photo in the article is a photo of Lance and Chris Miller launching over the car, which is a really cool photo. I'll, I'll put this up on Instagram too at some point so everyone can see it. But also there's an article in another, we talked about Bones Brigade and Intelligent Report zine. And there's another photo. I thought it was the same at first, but it's another photo of them launching. Lance looks exactly the same, but Chris Miller is in a different position. And the cop in the car is like different directions, but Lance is so spot on because it's shot from the same, same angle. Mm -hmm. Both these photos. It's pretty cool. And there's a, some Lance artwork in here. It says, thanks to Paul and the boys at police Academy for Lance, 1986. He drew like police Academy graffiti style. Nice. And then there's a photo of Tony Hawk and Mike McGill in their trailer like <laughs> when they're not filming. And this is a good article, but this is, I'm not going to read anything. It's probably stuff that's all going to come up during the during the show. Yeah, but it's a pretty uh, intensive article. It's like super small type. It's like the longest article I've ever seen. In one of those zines. Wow. So Matt, let me ask you: How does Police Academy Four come into to your life? Well, actually, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. How does the Police Academy movie in general <laughs> come into your life? Is it an it, earlier? Dude, uh, it's so hard to remember because I was so young back then. You know, I I mean, when did this movie come out again? 87? 87, yeah. I mean, I would have been 10. Wow. You know, yeah. when this movie mm -hmm. came out. And so, uh, you know, I don't really remember, you know, it's like one of those things like when you're a kid growing up in the 80s, like there's certain sort of like movie franchises that are like omnipresent. Mm -hmm. And the police academy movies were sort of just always there lingering around in the periphery, you know, from 
Yeah, as there's early seven as I of can them. remember. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so I remember, you know, I remember seeing them, you know, like um, watching, you know, like we had cable as a kid, you know, at some point, and I remember mm-hmm. seeing like definitely like seeing there, especially in those man, I don't know about the the second one. I haven't watched them in a long time, but the first one, dude, like there's some stuff in there that like I would definitely like not be down with like my kids seeing mm-hmm. <laughs> or hearing. One seems no. to have a very different. Tone, yeah, is like a it very almost, adult comedy, and the yeah. others seem to get a little more they like get a little more kid friendly. Thirteen, or yeah, yeah, slapstick yeah. kind of. Yeah, but as far as four goes, I don't remember. You know, I don't know if I. I don't think I saw it in the theater or anything. It's probably just something I I saw. You know, just happened upon. But mm-hmm. um, I can tell you that definitely once I started skating i had you know that was i just considered that like a, a skate part you know what i mean i would watch mm-hmm. that all the time because there was nothing else you know you had so precious little to watch back then yeah and you know so it was like and, and it was clear who everybody was you know it was like oh that's that's the animal chin lineup that's like just everybody from from animal yeah. chin yeah so yeah i used to watch that part a lot a lot you know all the way you know i'd watch that part from where they started and started skating to where they go through the mall and then the police chase. And then I, that's probably as, I mean, I've seen the whole movie, you know, I definitely have watched the whole movie several times, but yeah, like that was the vast majority of what I watched. Like a 10 minute part. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can remember seeing, the first I the first one I saw, I don't even know it's so crazy that I can't even remember this though I saw Police Academy four or not four police academy two mm-hmm. as a rental at my cousin's house. This is like I don't even know 1984 or five. I don't even know when it came out. And then I guess I saw three and then I saw four. You know, I guess I was just like you said, it was just such a massive franchise in the yeah. 80s. It was like it was on cable and then especially this totally. police academy four became a rental you know mm-hmm. and then and then would end up on cable and you would tape that like five ten minute little segment of skate action yeah. and you'd watch it yeah. over and over i'm pretty sure i actually had that exactly i had that like that section kind of cordoned off onto a tape with like other skate videos yeah. so I, I didn't have to like get it out you know yeah so i ended up seeing this in the theater not knowing that there was skateboarding in it like i said a little while ago i feel like i saw it after animal chin which i guess maybe i did but i can't really see police academy 4 being in the theater that that long maybe it had like a you know sometimes like those movies like back then there i don't know if it was like that where you grew up but there was like these like dollar theaters yeah yeah. and they would they would have those movies that and they they'd play them like months and months after they left every other major Mm -hmm. yeah they're just like a dollar or whatever yeah yeah so we my you know just one day your mom's like all right you and your buddies you're going to the movies today you, you know for drop you off at the mall and you catch a Saturday or Sunday matinee, you know, for a couple bucks or something. And I, we didn't know the skateboarding was in it. And then it must've been before I saw the thrasher or this intelligent report showed up in the mail. So you were skating by this. Yeah. I was already a skater. All right. So it's like me and my next door neighbor, Joe, and my friend, Mike from two doors down, my mom just drops us off. We grab a popcorn. We're the only ones in the theater. (laughs) The movie starts, and when does the skating come in? Like fifteen it's minutes into the movie, pretty it's, early. Yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's not too. Yeah. And we were just like, because that first clip is like yeah. Lance, just yeah. like his yeah. feet, just like yeah. sliding around and street yeah. sliding, and, and we're just like, what the hell is that? You know? Yeah, yeah. And then it just keeps going, and then it just this is skateboarding, and it just explodes with this energy, right? 
and we're good. just like oh my god and then when it was over we were so amped we were running up and down the aisles and like just going <laughs> crazy and we were yelling out rewind it rewind it when that skate part was yeah, over yeah it was over oh we no to see that's it again. hilarious yeah because we're the only ones in the theater we just got so psyched we were just running around being freaking crazy oh man yeah that's so, great. yeah that was kind of a just a crazy surprise you know yeah definitely yeah i mean back then you know anything you saw that that had any aspect of like skateboarding oh yeah you just just, like if there was one clip of skateboarding in a music video like i would want to try to record it and then just study it you know yeah yeah but i thought before we would jump into the the skating maybe just i did watch this whole movie in preparation of this episode and I thought we maybe just talk about the movie in general a little bit. Yeah, we could do that. I just jotted down a few things, not really too deep, but uh, where's my notes here? So, I mean, you get what you would think from this type of movie. You get nut, yeah. nut shots, you get, you know, fart jokes. Yes. And one thing that struck me as so bizarre is this Kirkland family dinner. Oh, where they're beating the each other up. Yeah, they're beating Yeah. <laughs> I remember that as a kid and being like, like sort of, yeah, having having that same reaction, like what's going on here? Yeah. This is just crazy. (laughs) And the, I actually laughed out loud at a couple parts of this movie. And (laughs) so I wrote this down, I guess it's like the, the mean cops, like stupid sidekick. He's eating a burger at his desk. Proctor. Proctor. Yeah. yeah. Bites his burger and the ketchup squirts out (laughs) over that dude's ass. Yeah. Oh man, I lost it. And then, oh uh, man, and then the scene where they replace the deodorant with mace. Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yes. And then the hel- helium gag. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. And the uh, yummy, 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 yummy. Yeah. Yeah. I used to say that all the time. <laughs> so the blue oyster bar. Can you do this? You can't do this anymore, right? In 2020. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. This was the blue, the blue oyster bar was my only reference of like that. That is just what I thought gay people were for my, like my entire youth was just like mm-hmm. biker, like leather biker dudes. Yeah. You know, or whatever. And this is a running gag in like all the movies too, all right? Yeah. Yes. And there's and that, a line I'm not going to repeat like, that starts yeah. the scene. That's just like, wow, you uh, definitely can't say that. Anymore. No, no. But those, those scenes are so funny to this day when like, it's always like Harrison Proctor gets somehow <laughs> like tricked into going there and then yeah, just, yeah. Like, trapped into like doing like the mambo for like seven hours straight <laughs> Yeah, with like these leather clad dudes. Ah, oh, nuts. So, so stupid, but so funny. And, you know, yeah, like movies like this, they're there was a lot of it's, eighty movies. They're the the humors. The, you will yeah. never see them again. That yeah. the, that that style of eighties movie, never mm-hmm. again. Yeah, but yeah, so good and stuff. Then I, yeah, and then I also wrote down this outhouse gag where Proctor's in the outhouse and they lift oh, yeah. it up into the stadium. Yes, yes. And then he has to stand up for the <laughs> national anthem. And they super glue the megaphone. Put the super yeah. glue on that megaphone. And it stuck to his face. And then uh was surprised to see Randall Tex Cobb pop up here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as like a bad guy at the end. Yeah, that's pretty right. interesting. Yeah. Oh, also the part where Bobcat goes to read at the uh, like the poetry <laughs> thing or whatever, and he has that poem that he... <laughs> let's talk about Bobcat in general for a minute because 
I hadn't seen or thought of Bobcat in a long time. And then yeah. how was this delivery funny? And why was know. he always he? I mean, that was a stand. That was his too, like his right? thing. Yeah, this crazy yeah. like voice, this manic like talking. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was just know. like, how could you keep this up? It's just like too insane. Like I don't, I, I don't get how how you came up with that, and people thought that was funny. I guess. I don't. And then know. that even when you get in the movie, you're still like acting like that. It's just yeah, super weird. Yeah. I know it's crazy. And yeah. then there's a. Uh, ninjas i wrote down ninjas like it's an 80s movie you gotta have like some ninja bad guys running around mm -hmm. yep and then of course this air show heist is pretty hilarious at the end it's so he good. just holds the gun he jumps on yeah. the wing and he's just like it's over pal and the guy's just like oh okay i guess <laughs> oh, I'll okay land i'll land the plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i'm a huge fan of this credit style at the end where there's like a quick little like funny thing and then the it freeze frames mm -hmm. and then their name comes up of course. I remember they always used to do that on that television show Chips. Yeah. Like everyone would, there'd be like a joke and then they'd yeah. like cut to somebody laughing for a second and then it would freeze. Oh no, dude. Do you remember in Police Squad where they would, do you remember that show? Police yes, Squad yes, yes, yeah. And they would like do that, but they they wouldn't actually freeze frame. They just hold still. They just hold And then like yeah, there'd be all right. sorts They're of weird shit like of happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, that always cracks me up when people, there's credits like yeah. that. I don't know. Also, just, the end of this movie always reminded me of the end of Bandness because it has like that same like like the rap about the movie. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Patrol. Yeah. Like the power you know? rap at the end. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah. 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 So, like, same style, you know, kind of like that. Just goofy. Like late 80s. And the the like, person doing the rap is Michael Winslow, the sound effect guy. Yeah. That's yeah, him yeah. rapping. And, yeah. and I don't know. God, I can't. I went deep. I was looking at all kinds of crazy credits. <laughs> that I know that Michael Winslow and I'm not buying the shtick that that dude makes all those sound effects. Like there's no way he that's does all, dude. That's dubbed, that's dubbed in dude. No way. That's, that's legit. Yeah. Oh, and when Bobcat was, it? yeah. When Bobcat comes out of the water and he's got like that care bears, like <laughs> float floaty around his <laughs> So good. Yeah. All right. All right. So we get into the skate. Let's get action. into it because people yeah. are probably just gonna be like, "Why are these idiots sitting here wasting my time talking about?" Well, you know, we got to. We got this is this is what we signed up for. We yeah, can't, it's true. We don't want to leave yeah. any stones uncovered here. All right, let's get into the, the the good stuff here, man. Let's pop in the tape. All right. So in the beginning, we're introduced to Arnie and Kyle, mm -hmm. and uh, they have a quick little conversation. Arnie or I don't who's who in this thing. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Arnie is Brian Backer. Okay, Kyle so is, Arnie's okay. complaining. He's like he's got homework. Yeah. He's got yeah. chores to do. He's got to help his father clean the cellar of what looks to be like a high apartment, apartment building. building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so uh, Kyle convinces him to like hey let's go hang out at the mall go to the mall and they're just like and then right before they're about to uh take off they get you know these cops try to bust them it's copeland it's copeland, copeland, and, copeland and his and... sidekick yeah they're like hey no skateboarding and they're like this isn't and there's a clunky line here that always bothered me he's like this isn't skateboarding this is like carrying this is carrying skate skateboards this... i don't even think he says s he's like this is carrying skateboard it's like this really bad delivery that needed another huh. take and it's always it's always never noticed me. that yeah i, never, I, I don't know maybe i'm just not hearing correctly but even since i first saw it it's like yeah he's missing a word any... or it needs to be no. plural or something it's just like <laughs> it's not happening i don't have any problem with that delivery at all yeah so then the cops pull away 
and they announced this is skateboarding. Indeed. And then, man, you get hit. If it's spring 1987, you're seeing like <laughs> legitimately like Wobber. top of the line yeah. modern oh, day yeah. skateboarding Street, from skating. like our favorite yeah. skaters. Like this, yeah. is, this is nuts. You're getting like a full fledged street skating part oh we also got to talk about lance slash brian backers jordan ones yes which are just so sweet yes i think this is in the era the era of when craig's getting all those nikes and they're yeah. just kind of like sitting around and everyone's yes. just like laced yeah. up in jordans it's pretty cool so that first shot after they announced this is skateboarding and it's shot from the back and everyone's like skating full throttle yep away from the camera I think in that part, David Spade is actually pushing. Okay. I was trying to pay attention to the Spade, Hawk, Miller aspect mm -hmm. of this, who's switching and who's doing what. And I think that first shot is David Spade, like skating real fast with those guys. Well, it's definitely not Brian Becker. It, no, he's apparently, he, you can he, tell he, he didn't want to skate. He's very yeah. bad. Um, yeah. And then they're off. It's I think then the the action starts with Caballero like doing that invert, you know, on that yeah. quarter pipe that's made yeah. up, and everything looks pretty. I mean, there's some kind of like goofy the way it's framed or the angles that it's filmed from. It's not like kind of traditional, mm -hmm. but I I think it it all looks pretty exciting, you know. Dude, it's it's so good. It's like one of those things that like makes you want to go out and skate the city at night. Like, I remember watching that as a kid and going, I want to do that. Like, I want to do all this stuff. Like, sign me up. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get my posse together and go downtown and just, like, skate and, like, grind stairs and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Definitely. Find some marble stairs to, like. Yeah. So, I want to talk about kind of early. I mean, the segment, the, the main skate segment is only really, what, a minute or two? I mean, it's not really it's that long. Minutes. But yeah, there's kind of, I want to talk about that double set. Where they, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, they're not ollieing the double set all at once. You know, they land and then they ollie the second set. Yeah. But Mike McGill is early grabbing what it looks like it's like seven or eight stairs a piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is, that's kind of that, like, that's scarier to me than, oh, that's way harder. Yeah. 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 And that's how you like lose fingers, man. That's how you lose like teeth, fingers, all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. And I remember like then back then I'd kind of be like, oh man, that's like weak. He can't Ollie or whatever. But now I'm just like, dude, that's even, he's even better. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. harder. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's that one kind of sidewalk. They almost like passed down it maybe three times in this yeah. segment. Yeah. Yeah. Which looks like I'd like to go skate down that sidewalk. That looks fun. Dude, absolutely. Um, ah, yeah. The sparking trucks. The sp I was just going to say, that's what I was kind of talking about. Like the sparking trucks thing, like mm -hmm. <laughs> it stands out, you know, you've, that's like one of those things you don't forget and yeah. you realize like, that's not how it really works. I don't think they, I think they, I think I heard something or they something put where they flint in there to kind of yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I do know if you can get a, if you hit your kingpin just right, you can get a spark Get a spark. Yeah. 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 But not yeah. from your hanger or whatever they've got the launch ramping where yeah. the ramp is kind of disguised behind like a trash can you know kind of movie magic they're just yeah. flying into the air suddenly and of but, course one of the bales from that is in the fever dream segment of animal yes, chin another way that whatever. kind of animal yeah. chin and police academy four are kind of yeah. crossing over and yeah. i always wondered how did you know because this is like a major motion picture being put out by warner brothers how does Stacy Peralta just like, oh, I've got, you know, he's got have like that, have yeah. the, just access to that. 
You think well, you be, said so he was well, the second. I was, yeah, so he was second unit director, and I just read in that article where he was doing a rough cut. Well, there did you I go. Not, did I, yeah, so he must have had yeah. it, which is pretty interesting. And I'm sure he just probably just snuck it in there and was like, oh, no one's yeah. going to notice, you know. Yeah. But I it, always thought that was so funny as a kid, like watching Animal Chin and seeing that, because it was almost like the first Easter egg that you ever saw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where you like just see something where you're like, hold on a second. Like, yeah. what's like, this from? That's, oh, that's somebody yeah. snuck that in. You know yeah, what I mean? It's Lance with a wig on and some Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's. yeah. But yeah. you knew what it was. You know, you knew mm-hmm. what it was. Like I was yeah. watching both those things at the same time. And it was just I loved that when I was a kid, man, seeing that little bit that he snuck in there from police Academy. I was like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. It probably was. That was like the first time I ever saw like what would become to be known as sort of like an Easter egg, you know? Yeah. Here's something that speaking of that, that jump ramp part. So Lance in the, the clip that's in animal chin, Lance lands and snaps his board, mm-hmm. um, which he has still. And that's something we can speak to our special guests. I don't know who that is. He, yeah. Whoever, we, yeah. Yeah. Whoever that is, you know, maybe he can tell us about that board. So I'm, I noticed that one, some clips Lance has no rails on his board, which was rare for back then. And then some clips he does have rails. So I'm guessing one or the other is the board that snapped on that launch. And then he had to set up another board. Maybe there's pictures of that board that snapped. Does it have rail holes? Does it have rails? I think it has rails on it. I've seen pictures of it. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to look. I'll look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would either, it would have holes at least. If well, it did have which which board is which. Yeah. I know the board he goes over the cop car has rails, but some of the, okay. the jump. But they might have filmed out of sequence. Yeah. Too. Yep. Yep. Um, and what about the one? I don't know if you can see it well enough. When he when Arnie skates up, does it have rails at the very mm, beginning? I think it does. To, yeah, I think so. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then so then also, well, we can get to this, but when when he's doing the ho ho, I think you can see the bottom of the board okay. too. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Yep. This is the kind of deep digging that we. Yeah, this is all. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have a timeline, a chart. We're gonna. Yeah, charts and graphs. Where the the one board board one was board two Mm -hmm. board one and board two. Yeah. We've got the parking garage butt boarding. Hell yeah! Looks super fun. Like who did never did some butt boarding in down a hill in their day? You know. Also, not butt boarding, but that shit. That's straight out of thrashing like those mm-hmm. two shots of you know going down the curved parking yep. garage yep straight out of thrashing mm-hmm. oh and recycled. this is all filmed in toronto ontario toronto. Canada. yeah 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 so wait where does thrashing thrashing is before this right yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then that sidewalk that they kind of cruise down a couple times Mm-hmm. There was one of the passes I noticed like on the left side of the screen, you can see that this huge like lighting rig that's like lighting up that sidewalk. Okay. It kind of a, I don't know what you, not a continuity error, but just like a little, <laughs> little framing blooper where they had like the lighting rig was like, that was parked in the street. You can kind of see it a little bit. Gotcha. And then another pass down that sidewalk. I love the scene where, you know, Tommy like Ollie's up that ledge and then 180s off and then he, oh it's so good yeah and then he Ollie's up on that second stair in 50-50s and then Lance yeah. out of nowhere he's he like comes up flying down that yeah, yeah. super cool <laughs> okay so the board at the beginning that Lance skates up on definitely has rails okay just FYI I love it yeah wondering. yeah but yeah that that shot was awesome where where they somehow timed that yeah Guerrero he, Ollie's up, does that grind on those little stairs, somehow 
powers out of it and just then here comes Lance down that hubba like just <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was great Super dude. cool yeah I love it and that's all I mean so so it said that they they shot a month they they didn't shot shoot a month of the skate I mean like it said they in that article they shot for a month yeah they, I don't like, know they if consolidated that, it down yeah but I, I guess they must have just hung around for I know, I know at some point there was two okay so everything of this kind of I'll call it the main skate sequence mm-hmm Besides that opening kind of skate away shot, that's David Spade. I think every then all the other skating is Tony Hawk. Okay. I don't because it's all goofy foot. Yeah. Because I think there was a second trip where just Lance and Chris Miller came back for, I'll call them the kind of the bigger stunts, which is okay. the, the car jump and the, where they come into the building down the ramp and they crash. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's those are what Chris Miller did. So everything in the main skate scene. Well, okay, well, let's talk about this. So that main skate scene winds down, right? And they skate up to the mall, and it's actually Brian Backer and David Spade. It is. And then if you'd look closely. I'm looking at it right now. The other three guys, so the cab and the Tommy Guerrero and the Mike McGill. Yeah, are definitely not. It's not, I mean, they're got the gear on for the continuity, yeah. but it is it's not, not them. them. And they're kind of yeah. like low to the ground and kind of yeah. covering their faces. Yeah. Who are these guys? Yeah, the 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 McGill dude, you can actually get a, a real good view of him if you if you have it and you pause it. Is I he mean, the guy that I thought was McGill at the pool scene that we can talk about? I don't a think so. I, no? It's hard to say, but I it's it's I don't know who these dudes are. Yeah, I don't know, Did but I do send know this. those other guys home already. They might and have. They that's need... what I'm thinking. They just yeah. they just needed some people for like a pickup shot. Yeah, where they're they just skating found to the mall. some local skaters or something. But I know that when they skate up to the mall, there's a guy uh, doing like a, a cherry picker on like a BMX bike outside yeah. the mall, and that dude is a local Toronto BMX rider named Randy Jenkins. Okay, I looked um, him who, up too. Yeah, yeah, and he's not. You know, he he's not. I mean, I guess he's marginally known in the, you know, Toronto. I mean, he's not like, you know what I mean? He's just like a local dude. He wasn't so a I'm, professional I'm thinking, or anything. I don't know if he was pro, but I mean, he was, you know, I don't think so. You know, just sort of around in the scene back then. Okay. So they just went down to a shop so and they're like, I we think need they, a BMXer yeah. and, and three and skaters to do real yeah. quick. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I didn't, I'm if you're looking at it right now, are those bootleg skaters the right stance? So the so, guy that's McGill is because McGill's goofy. The Guerrero's regular. Yeah, McGill. Yep. So the, the guy playing is, McGill. Yeah, the guy playing McGill is goofy. Okay, so the guy, the guy that cab's goofy. Guerrero is regular. Okay, they got that right too. Wait a second, it's hard to. Yeah, regular, and then cab is goofy. Cab. The guy playing cab is goofy. So that's right. But I mean, it is wow. for sure not them. Yeah, like and I thought. So one if you guys them, are following along, it's the scene where they're skating, they're skating up to the mall. Yeah, and that kind, kind of, of main segment is kind of and, winding down and yeah. they cruise up to the mall. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because I never noticed that until you pointed it out. And I've seen this part a thousand times. I can't remember if I had known that before kind of analyzing for this. I think I did, but I maybe forgot. And then I instantly kind of re-recognized that. But I was trying to look. I thought the guy playing McGill. Mm-hmm. To me, looked like Doug Smith, 
like the guy that was on Powell. Yeah. I and then I that. thought the other guy kind of looked like Steve size, the Guerrero character. That's, I mean, who knows? And, but I asked that? Steve, I was like, you're not in. I was like, and then I told him what, what, why I was asking. Cause yeah. I was like, there's these like fake skaters. Yeah. 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 Cause I thought maybe they would just, they had some of their ams up there at the time. It was just like, here, sneak yeah. into this movie real quick or whatever. But yeah, yeah. We should, we need to find out who these guys are. Definitely. I wonder if our special guest would know. I'm going to guess. Yeah. He might. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think um, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that they were just local Toronto skaters that they had a open casting call for extras that could ride skateboards and mm -hmm. they just dressed them like that. And they used them for three seconds in that shot. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's surprised, kind of surprised me. It surprised me too, man. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They skate up to the mall and Arnie and Kyle split up. Arnie wants to check out some, uh, some BMX action. Kyle's like, well, I'm going into the mall. And he ends up encountering these cops that was trying to bust him a few minutes earlier. Dude. And and how are these guys just happen to be in the mall, just on an elevator? Ah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> and so they go to harass Kyle and they ended up shoving him and Kyle falls and just happens to fall into uh, the local judge that happens to be shopping. And the judge freaks out. The whole, whole A chase ensues. Yeah. So Kyle ends up meeting up with Arnie again. By the way, that mall is still there. Yeah, it's, I've day. been to that mall. Have you? Because I grew up about an hour and a half from Toronto, and we yeah, used to yeah. go up there for yeah. like little weekend trips and stuff. And there, because yeah. there's like a little amusement park in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I wrote down the name. I can't think of the name of the mall, but I wrote it down here somewhere yeah. in my in my notes. So before Kyle runs out, we got this quick little scene of Arnie trying to hit on a a female. <laughs> He's like, I can, and, and kind of like do, in the I background. I can do that handstand stuff. Yeah. I just don't want the change to fall out of my what? pocket or whatever. Or I hate it when the change falls out of my pocket. Yeah. But I, I don't, don't, don't ask me where my brain went there with this, but I always thought, oh, that looks like it's Jim Thebo. Maybe that's Jim Thebo. Like, I don't know when he was on Powell. Like, I don't know. Doing the now, hand, doing the ho-ho. Doing ho -ho. the ho-ho. Yeah. And someone's holding him up. But now it's Lance, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. Lance. And yeah. I happen to look like, who's this dude? Holy crap, that's Stacy Peralta. Stacy Peralta is holding, holding up. up yeah. Yes. And the dead giveaway was he's wearing Reeboks. <laughs> Stacy always had those Reeboks. Yeah. And I'm always wondering, was there some, because in public domain, they thank Reebok. Oh. Was there some type of endorsement there? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty I don't wild. Know. You know what always bothered me about this scene, though, was that so Arnie is standing outside. He's not in the mall. He wasn't mm -hmm. doing anything. He's standing there watching a bunch of people like BMXing and doing skateboard tricks. And like he takes he, off running like and they, they pursue Arnie like he was part of this. And it's like he didn't. It was only Kyle. Yeah, he's the only one. It was only Spade, dude. But for some reason, Arnie got Arnie got a shaft on that one. Yeah. So then kind of a, a chase ensues. And then we kind of cut to, I don't know, they must have like get away. And then uh, what's the, what's the cop's name? He goes back to the station Yeah. and gets, uh, he gets like, what's the main, <laughs> I'm blowing it. I don't it's, know these uh, characters. Lieutenant names. Harris. Lieutenant Harris and Proctor. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, what skateboarders? And it's like this all point bullets. Yeah. <laughs> like we must get these guys immediately, you know, and it's just, yeah, very it's so true. Good. It's very yeah. true. So this is kind of when we get, you know, we see Lance and Chris Miller skating like they're they're on the run from these cops and this is when we get the uh 
the the launch over the car. Yeah, but another thing you get in this part, which was typical of skateboarding in any movie back then, was the hanging on to the back of the car. Yeah, sketching on the car. Sketching yeah, on the like car. Back to the like Future, Back thrashing. to the Future, Thrashing. Yeah. Gleaming the like Cube. Every Gleaming movie. the Cube. Yeah. Every single skateboarding movie mm-hmm. like had to have that. Yeah. And they're like, how do we fit this in? Yeah. Like, we have to get it in there somehow. That's just... That's like what Hollywood, I don't know if Hollywood just thought that's what skateboarders just did all the time. Yeah, I did. Right. I used to do it on the back of uh, the mail truck that would cruise through oh, my neighborhood. Nice. <laughs> very, nice. very unsafe. Yeah. But anyway, um, I just thought it was funny. Like another one of those things that like, yeah, they sketch on the continuity things. That's just like yeah. part of, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. So Lance and Chris Miller launch over the car. Pretty, pretty sick stunt. And, they and you know what have... this always reminded me of? I'm sorry to interrupt you again. It's okay. This this scene where they're coming down the alley and they launch over the car, it always reminded me of uh you remember in Skater Die, the, the game, Skater mm-hmm. Die, the video game where you're yeah. like going down the alley with like it's like you're racing that those like those two punk skater dudes, and like at the end there's a cop car right at the end of the alley. Yeah, and you can like ollie onto it and the yeah, sirens yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I, I just for some reason when I was a kid, I always thought mm-hmm. like those two things just like had something to do with each other they probably don't yeah but like just come out of the alley launch over the cop car and they've escaped and escape but we know they must have done it at least two times because there's two different photographs of that happening and then we cut to there's like a citizens on patrol like recruitment meeting <laughs> and this is another part that cracked me oh, up oh yeah 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 he yeah, talks yeah. about you know, our police officers and he cuts to them and they're like playing with the balloons. Oh, like putting right. their... <laughs> it's so funny. It's like Sweet and, Chuck and yeah, uh, Sweet Chuck and Bubba put their hats, their yeah, hats yeah. on the balloons. Yeah. And I look into the crowd before I okay, so this is like the big, I don't know, somehow like Lance and Chris Miller, they come down that ramp. Well, like they somehow, I don't know if they get, they go into like, they skate into a community center or something yeah, like where that. Yeah, where this meeting's being yeah, held. Yeah, yeah. And there's a really clever like cut where like Lance comes down and he kind of goes behind that wall and then they realize the cops are coming from the other way and then they run back out and it's David Spade and- uh, And Arnie. And and uh, Arnie, yeah, it's like the actors like- Yeah, yeah. The skaters like go behind this corner and then like in a second later, like they were already like off camera, like waiting to like run back in through frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty cool. So I'm looking in the in the audience of this meeting and in the front row, I'm just like, that's Stacy Perot. Stacy Perot, like they just- Oh, is he in the- Yeah, he's sitting in the front row right at the bottom (laughs) of this ramp in front of the table. So now Arnie and Kyle are like on the loose in this building. And they, it's so funny that they have this ramp or it's supposed to be like a street Yeah, yeah. and they launch down this ramp onto this table. Chris Miller goes first. Lance comes second, crashes right into Stacy Peralta where I guess he's maybe almost kind of stunt coordinating in a while. He's just like, I know what skateboarders do. I'm going to be the guy to like catch Lance, like wiping out off this table. That's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. 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 It's like, cause I start looking and then I start looking in the background of every scene, like when they're in court, I'm just like, is where Stacey is Peralta? Yeah. Yeah, where's Stacey Peralta? <laughs> I start looking in every scene, like where's Stacey yeah. Peralta dude? So yeah, I never realized before watching this movie for this episode that Stacy is the guy holding up Lance doing the ho-ho. Yeah. And then he's this guy that gets crashed into in this, this scene. So good. It's pretty Man, interesting. I wonder if you dig deep into the credits, if you'll, if those extra 
skaters are, are listed in there somehow. Mm. Like, I wonder if you looked to into go the because cre- like there's it. like the credits that they show, mm-hmm. and they kind of have all the pictures of the people that are you know, little scenes. Yeah. But there's probably like I think that would I wonder be if you watch stunts maybe or I don't yeah. Know. But I mean, I wonder if you if any of those names would pop out. You know, mm-hmm. if it's anybody that you know you'd recognize. Yeah, I have to check that out. Yeah. And then the, so that's pretty much it. So the next scene is when you know they're they're caught and they're arrested and put on trial. But there is a couple other tiny little skateboard appearances in the movie that I thought mm-hmm. I would uh mention. So when David Spade and Brian Backer, you know, Arnie and Kyle, they get sent to the COP training. Yeah. Uh David Spade is riding his, his skateboard and you see him a little bit. When when everyone all the recruits are oh, showing right. up, he's yeah, riding yeah. riding yeah. his board. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the movie, there's like a pool party scene. Like all the citizen on patrol recruits are having this big party. And the right before it, the pool part, there's like this wide establishing shot of this this pool party, and you can see like two, three, four guys riding their skateboards. Okay. Like out in the parking lot next to the pool. But then I want to talk about, so for years, somehow at this pool party part, there's someone's like, everyone jump in the pool. And there's this quick cut where I guess I never paused it back in the day, but I was like, oh, that's Mike McGill. Yeah, it does look like it. Yeah, because. You, yeah, you you showed that. Yeah, I showed you the I picture. I totally see that. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, oh, these guys are probably just in town, like hanging out. They need ex- mm-hmm. extras. Like they're just hanging out at the pool. So now I started looking. <laughs> And at first I went right by it and I was like, where's me? I'm looking, where's McGill? Where's the part? And I was just like, yeah, where is McGill? And then I was just like, I had to rewind it. And I was like, oh, I guess that is the guy that I thought, I guess, looked like Mike McGill. And then that made me start thinking, does that look like the bootleg Mike McGill from the skate part (laughs) at the end? Like my mind's just going crazy. (laughs) So uh, yeah, it's not Mike McGill at the pool party, unfortunately, that I thought since 1987. Well, you know. Yeah. And then the last skating that I think, I don't think I missed anything, is the the cool credits. And, and cool, the yeah, end the where they're kind of like skating yes. towards yeah. the camera. It's kind of like slow-mo. It looks really cool. And you got to admit, it's pretty cool that they did that. You know? Like, because, yeah. I mean, they... They could have just Tony buried him in the the of course. typed out I mean, credits. They could have yeah. buried him in, the, in, in, in any of the stunt, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to have like all those dudes kind of rolling toward the camera and you give those guys credit, you know? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Another one of those things, like as a kid, I was super stoked on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. All right. Let me hit you with this. What do you think about the song from the skate part? That's called shoot for the top Shoot for the top. by uh, the group is called Southern Pacific. Okay. Which I didn't know anything about, but I looked them up. Let me hit you with this. Right. Okay. So Southern Pacific is an American country rock band, which I've, this is the only song I've heard by them. I don't hear any kind of country in this song. It's like straight up. No, like it's 80s, like a totally. 80s cheese rock yeah. song. It's like something you'd hear in like Top Gun or something like that. Yeah. And they existed from 1983 to 1991. They are best known for such hits as Any Way the Wind Blows in 1989. Okay. Which was which was used in the soundtrack for the film Pink Cadillac, starring okay. Clint Eastwood and Bernadette sure. Peters. Yes, and New Shade of Blue from 1988, which is their highest ranking single on the country charts in November that year. 
Okay. Southern Pacific was named New Country Group of the Year when they debuted and have been honored by having their name added to the Country Music Association walkway of stars in Nashville, Tennessee. So these guys are pretty big time, but... Yeah, seriously. Their other songs must be more more country flair to them because I don't hear any country in this one. But this is a classic example for me where you could just hear the song on the radio and you're like, this is pure cheese. Yeah. But you line it up with some great skateboarding. And I'm like, this song is the best dude. Like, oh, it's I'm so good. Amped. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, but I would pay no attention to it in other. Of course in, not. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, again, you know, it's, it, it just goes and it just goes straight back to any of those other movies, like rad, you know, mm-hmm. thunder in your heart, like any of those. Yeah. Any of those movies like that we're talking about, they all have the montage song, you know, the whatever, like the ticket to the top, the Corey Webster training. You know know what I mean? Where he's falling and he's pounding. I can't Mm -hmm. remember how it goes, but like, again, you know, typical, you know, whatever of that era. But yeah, that song rules, dude. Now, hold on. Larry, Ransom. I got something for you. Okay. So I'm looking at the stunts. Okay. The credits here. Okay. In the in the movie, or are you looking at like IMDB or something? Uh, the movie. I'm looking at the actual okay. screenshot. Check this. You ready? Okay. You're going to blow my mind? I might. I'm going to read them down. Okay. And you tell me when to stop. Buzz Bundy, Deborah Kirby, Julius Leffler, Gary McClarty, <laughs> Angela Reno, Wink Roberts. Wink Roberts. Is he credited as a stuntman? Yes. Okay, yeah, we need to dip into Wink a little bit here. So Wink Roberts. Wink Roberts. Okay, well, actually, let's talk about, I'll call it the extra footage. And we'll talk about the DVD. Okay. Okay. So at some point in the early 2000s, it comes on my radar via the internet somehow. If you go and buy the Police Academy 4 DVD, there's a hidden Easter egg with extra skate footage. And I got to tell you, three seconds later, I was out the door on the way to Best Buy to go buy the Police <laughs> Academy for DVD because this is like pre YouTube, pre like, of course, you know, yeah. it's when you can con- just go somewhere and buy a DVD of some, some movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I get this DVD and I'm like, well, it's an Easter egg. Like, how do you find it? And I discover if you pop in, I'm actually, I think I'll make a, a video about this, like yeah, how we'll to find the, this, we'll footage. Put this on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So if you pop in the DVD and you go to the special features menu, and then that brings up a list of special features, and then you like scroll, you know, it looks like just a list of like four, like view the trailer, view a little, I don't know what the other ones are, but if you click to the right, there's nothing, no buttons on the, on the right. So, you know, why would you click right? There's nothing to go to, but it actually does. It goes to a hidden set of handcuff keys. And if you click that, Man, are you in for a treat? Because we are greeted with Wink Roberts, who is the stunt coordinator on six. He announces that he was the stunt coordinator on six police academy. Uh, Six out of seven, this guy. Yeah. And he goes on to tell us that he was a skateboarder in the 70s on the Pepsi team. Yeah. And I've Googled this man. And man, he's getting wild on a skateboard in the 1970s. Yes, sir. But so he kind of introduces the skate segment, talks a little bit about who was involved and it was all very legit. And then it cuts to about five minutes of his home movies. It even says on the screen, like home movies, 
from Wink Roberts. Wink Roberts. And he's got yeah. all this cool behind the scenes footage mm-hmm. of a lot of the scenes from the movie and then stuff that was cut out. Most yeah. notably, this huge fountain launch. Like a fountain launch. Yeah, yeah. They had this big launch ramp going over this water yeah, fountain. It's, it's crazy cool. And yeah. like, yeah, it's all like, you know, shot like shot from like, you know, kind of behind quarter, the scenes. But, you yeah. know, you'd see like all the crew and the, yeah, you, you see know, the lighting the rig. And, yeah. Yeah. Stacy kind of skating around too on set. Yeah. And yeah. Really cool stuff. But I saw his name in the stunts. So I don't know if okay. he did some stunts too. Oh, maybe Wink Roberts is one of those guys. I don't know if he maybe yeah. he did, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he could have, but done. yeah, who, who yeah. knows? So yes. we'll, 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 we'll definitely post that up we'll figure out a way yeah so if anyone happens to have this dvd and did not know about this i'm i think i'll make a fun little video that's probably not going to benefit anyone like how to find because <laughs> no one's, no one has a dvd anymore well, you can show how but it'll yeah, benefit kinda, them if you show yeah, if you show, yeah, if you the, show like the, here's the if you footage. have the dvd yeah and then yeah. i think i'll actually rip the footage and yeah if you rip the footage then, yeah. then, 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 then they don't, they, don't do it yeah. without doing that <laughs> everyone go on ebay and buy a (laughs) yeah dvd (laughs) so that is some great extra it's like a whole nother yeah it's some of the stuff it's it's almost like a almost like a mini document i mean it really is yeah yeah documentary on this for maybe like yeah three or four minutes about the skateboarding and then you get to see them do that double set from a different angle and yeah yeah it's just all just really cool stuff yeah so there exists out there like a almost like a proper documentary little, yeah little making what of, we're talking about right now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's then, amazing how much it's amazing how much sort of gravity they gave this part like they they knew it was something sort of like special you know what i mean because like here's like they included it on a dvd like they made a little this guy made a little documentary it ended up on the dvd yeah. they gave these guys like proper credits you know like i mean you know what i mean like it, they realized i think that it was a big part of the film yeah, I think it's interesting that it's a hidden feature. I wonder why they decided to make it hidden. That's again Easter yeah. egg. Yeah, I'm getting in the getting into the Easter egg territory, man. Yeah, it's really wild. But also, they must have filmed the interview with Wink a little later because he mm-hmm. says it wasn't like that. We just wrap part four here. Go film this thing. Like he had already yeah. done two more movies. He's because yeah. he's like, who would have guessed? You know, unless he's predicting, I'm gonna do work on two more films. I'm calling it, dude. Police Academy Four slash Stacy Peralta slash Animal Chin is the beginning of the Easter egg as we know it today. Okay, I'm calling it. Yeah, and then for more extra footage, I was gonna, of course, mention again. Animal Chin has those few. Yes, and then the night, the Pink Motel Nightmare, mm-hmm. which also fun fact, I recently learned they're not really in a room at the Pink Motel. They're at a Best Western on, I can't remember if it's Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man, that really just ruined it for me. Cause I, Aww. I mean, I know there's, it's a, it's an actual motel. Yeah. That's like clearly for movie. Yeah. So yeah. why would they not just go in? And I was just like, oh my God. I'm killing <laughs> it, dude. So there's a fun fact, not actually in the pink motel. They're in a Best Western. Larry's entire yep. childhood just yeah. went out the window. Yep. Everything he thought he knew. So I got one more extra footage from Police Academy 4. So if you go on YouTube and you go to Powell Peralta's YouTube page, they have a couple of old like trade show loops, I guess you would call them. Hmm. And so there's one entitled Fun Zone, and it has the Carnival Barker guy that introduces 
uh, the rubber boys in public domain. Mm-hmm. He's got all kinds of extra dialogue in it. In yeah. The, and the clip starts with it. it. Yeah, we did. I think in the yeah. public domain one, I guess we yeah. mm-hmm. used that. So this trade show loops are maybe about three, four minutes long and it uses the song from Tony, the first of the two songs from Tony Hawk's part in public domain, which is that tones on tail song that we've learned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right in the, and, and all the, besides maybe a few minor clips, it's all footage from public domain, which is cool to see, but right there in the middle of this clip is Lance and Tommy Guerrero from police Academy Four doing this crazy roof Ollie. It almost okay. looks like a parking ramp. It's filmed like from the ground up and it's in slow motion of first Tommy and then Lance. Wow. Like, ollieing this like, Five, oh, six, seven, you know, I, yeah, I know I what you're talking you about. Clip, yeah, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. But and that's wow. one of those things. Like, I guarantee you, it was like they're like, okay, there's a limit to how gnarly we can show these guys getting. Yeah, you know. And I would be. Did they just do that, or did they put those guys on harnesses or wires just in case? Oh. Or do they have like a big net or at the bottom? Because it looks like they're maybe on like the third floor of like this building. I don't know. Or parking ramp. And they just snap an ollies off this thing. Like maybe our guest can. Yeah. Maybe, maybe our guests can help us out with that one. No, dude. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Again, you know, it's like one of those, one of those weird things where like, you know, you, you, it was that, that time where you're like, oh, kids are so impressionable and they'll, you know, yeah, they're going to hang on the back of cars. Yeah. You know, whatever. We can't show them doing that. You know, Mm -hmm. who knows? I don't, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that but I mean that was gnarly. You think they? I mean, if they're trying to show the, I mean, I guess they. And who knows what else was on the cutting room floor that's yeah. just never been yeah. seen? It's all pretty interesting. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty gnarly for the time, you know, because it's 1986. Yeah. And these guys are just jumping across like third story buildings, just snapping yeah. ollies. Pretty wild. Yeah. yeah for right. 86, man, are you kidding? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's heavy. It's heavy now. All right, so I got a. Uh, before we get to our guest, I've got a, a few more things. So I'm stealing some some audio of Tony Hawk talking about Police Academy Four, and this is from. I mean, I'll credit them. So there's a GQ Sports channel on YouTube, and they've got this great clip of Tony Hawk kind of talking about and reviewing skate movies, whether they're oh, yeah. full fledged skate movies or just movies. Yeah, that have little skate him. segments. And I thought I would play a little bit of Tony talking about Police Academy 4, and I will set up these clips a little bit. So the first one, he's asked, what movie has the best depiction of skateboarding? And here's here's Tony. I think there are different movies for their time and place. That being said, uh, Gleam in the Cube probably had one of the most legit skate scenes um, because it was all pro skaters and Stacey Peralta was co-producing it. And surprisingly, Police Academy 4. We were the stunt crew and we were allowed to just do whatever we wanted. So we had free reign to go downtown in Toronto and close off spots and do wall rides and jump over fountains. And so that one was kind of like a legit street section. Here's Tony explaining what his role was in Police Academy 4. I was doubling David Spade. David already skated. In fact, I think he got hired because he was a comedian and was into skating. So a lot of this stuff you'll see is, is David really doing the, doing his own skating. And then here's Tony talking about why he was let go from the movie. Uh, I'm in the pink shirt right there. So I'm David Spade. And at some point in the shoot, 
Uh, I went through a growth spurt. From the time I got hired for this movie to the time it shot, I actually had grown quite a bit. And about a week into shooting, the director said, this guy's too tall for to stunt double for David Spade, so we got to get rid of him. And I was, I was quietly let go from the, from the movie. And uh, they brought in Chris Miller, who um, looked much more like David, but is regular foot. So every once in a while, you'll see the stance change in these scenes, and that's uh, Chris Miller. They were trying to get me to stay low. I remember, like, in these scenes, every time that I'd go by the camera, they'd be like, stay low, stay low. And then here's Tony explaining a little bit about the, the double set Ollie with the McGill early grab. This scene's pretty cool, where we go down the stairs. That was a pretty big set of stairs in those days. And so we all agreed to do it. And if you look at Mike McGill right there in the red, he couldn't Ollie that far down the stairs. So he started way further ahead of us and early grabbed it. See how he's grabbing his board? He's actually lifting it up himself. And, and like, even though at the time we were like, that's kind of cheating, that's super hard. <laughs> Early grabbing stairs is no joke. So I find that interesting. Every time I see that clip, I think, I can't believe Mike early grabbed two sets of stairs like that. And then finally, last one, Tony talking about stunt bumps and getting to, to uh, skate in downtown Toronto. So during the shoot, if we came to a stunt like that, we, we learned early on that if we acted nervous about the stunt, that they would give us extra money. So they said, we'll give you guys a stunt bump. And then, and so we would come upon that like, oh man, I don't know. And they're like, okay, we'll give you guys each 200 bucks extra. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> we had no idea that that was like the secret to, to doing stunts at the time. And the coolest part about this is that we were on a Hollywood production. So we were, we just had free reign of downtown Toronto. So if we chose a spot, they would go get it approved. This is the kind of thing that I used to do as a teenager. We would get arrested for that in a parking garage. And here we had full approval and we're getting paid for it. It was crazy. Once again, go check out GQ Sports for that full, full clip. It's yeah, super, he goes, super he awesome. talks about a bunch of different. different yeah, the whole thing is it, it's really yeah. cool clip. Yeah. Um, it's maybe like 10 <laughs> minutes long. Um, and then one more thing I mentioned, if you need some more police Academy action in your life, there's a recent episode of the Hawk versus Wolf podcast, which of course is Tony Hawk and Jason Ellis, mm -hmm. their podcast. And they interview Tommy Guerrero and they end up talking about police Academy Four oh, nice. quite, a, quite a bit. And there's all kinds of, you know, extra talk. So go, go seek that one out. If you need some more police Academy juice, but I think, did you have anything else? I mean, we talked about this quite, I mean, it's this three is, minutes yeah. of foot. Yeah, this is so yeah. fun, though. <laughs> it's just funny, man. It's it's funny to be talking about it, like, know, knowing how, how how much I watched this as a kid. And, oh, and I watched it so how, much. How it's so, uh, you know, I don't know, like like anything back then when you, when you, like I said earlier, like when you, when you only have a little bit to, 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 to look at and absorb, like anything like that just becomes like mm -hmm. part of the, part of the rotation. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man, to be sitting here right now talking about it on the podcast is hilarious, but it deserves its due because it was, it was heavily influential back then. Definitely. You know, I mean, there's probably like, you know, again, like you talk about how do you get uh, into things back in those days, pre-social media and stuff like that? You just had to stumble across them sometimes. Definitely. And I, I guarantee you, guarantee you, people got into skateboarding from going to see Police Academy 4 at the mall. Oh, it's without guarantee, a doubt that happened. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got in, I saw Back to the Future, and that's even kind of way less skating than 
Oh, way less. Police Academy, oh, yeah. Way less. So yeah, yeah people must have got yeah. juiced off Police Academy pretty For hard. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's awesome, dude. It's 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 awesome that we're talking about it. And it's cool. Yeah. I'm happy that it fits in with the the theme of our show and that we can talk about it because Yeah, you know, and it's been highly requested from people. Yeah. yeah. Um and I think and, we've I think we got into it. We got we 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 got yeah, into we the dug, weeds. Good. There's, there's some there's some good, good fun facts there. I yeah, think definitely. People are gonna so, learn a lot. And then I think you know we're who about, needs, no, I was just gonna say one thing that we need to talk about though is that is that Brian Backer, that dude needs to work on his his stance a little bit. Yeah, he needs it's, to bend those knees a little bit. It's suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess he didn't really. He was kind of standoffish about trying to learn how to skate. He, I mean, you know, he he rolled up on in a couple, a couple of scenes, scenes, but you yeah. could see how he, yeah, little uh, little off how balance. awkward he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I noticed that. I remember even back then. Oh yeah, you could like, tell. Oh, yeah. He's just like a fish out of water. Like he does not For know sure. what he's doing. <laughs> and why did Brian Backer not do too many other movies? Because I mean, he's great. Fast Times is like yeah. amazing. But yeah. I did look him up. He won a Tony Award at some point for like a, a role, which That's is pretty, cool. pretty impressive. Yeah. But man, I could use a little more Brian Backer in my life. We all could. Yeah. We got to get Brian Backer on the, on out into a parking lot with a couple of setups and we'll teach him to roll around a little bit. For sure. For sure. For, the, for Police Academy 4 Part 2. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should get to our guest and he can probably fill in all kinds of gaps and answer all kinds of crazy questions that we have regarding this movie and probably correct us on everything that we've said wrong. Yeah. In this episode every every single thing yeah. we just said, is going to be totally negated. Yeah. Like none, none of that happened. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show, Lance Mountain. All right. We're here with Lance Mountain. Lance, thank you so much for joining us today. You ready to go uh, back in time a little bit? I live back in time. <laughs> I'm trying to live in the future, but it's always back. Yeah. <laughs> so how's your, your head doing? It hasn't popped off again lately? Everything's secure? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pretend that my head popped off so badly that I don't remember anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It severed your brain somehow. Oh, man. It's, they're fading. Yeah. All my memories are fading. Are they just becoming the non-truths that I thought they were? Yeah. There you go. All right. So we're going to talk about Police Academy 4, colon, Citizens on Patrol today. Mm -hmm. So can you remember how you first heard or were told, hey, we're going to go up to Toronto and be in this movie? Can you remember? Hey, how man. Hey, man. It was from Stacy. Yeah. You got a call or it's like a team meeting or something? Uh, Stacy contacted me first, actually. Because mm -hmm. he was using me as stunt coordinator, stunt, you know, connecting. And so I believe him and I, I didn't go alone, but him and I went up a month or two weeks earlier to scout locations. Okay. Kind of figure out some stuff before the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure Stacy, he had, I don't remember the order, but it was Thrash and Gleaming the Cube Police Academy or something like that. And I think he worked on all of them and because of all of them we kind of had parts or doubling or uh work behind the scenes to make the ramps and everything so it was kind of like one two three and so it was he was the go-to guy and we were the recipients of um you know of that so yeah he must have called us and told us like um hey if you want to do another movie it's police academy this one's going to be a good one a big one <laughs> <laughs> this one's you know this is what we've been really waiting for yeah this is the big Thrashing moment was, 
thrashing was a joke. Um, gleaming the cube was a joke. This one's going to be incredible. I think the skating in Police Academy Four blows away the skating in the in those other two movies. I just think it's the same thing. It's like you you have this opportunity and you're learning and you're doing stuff and each time you're trying to build upon what you learned from last time and uh, kind of wrangle it in, control it a little better. And this one was just a, a freebie for Stacy to go film basically a segment for the next animal chin. <laughs> yeah. But it was being police academy. It was totally separate. It was a second, a second unit. It was a completely, it was kind of not even part of police academy, to be honest. It was a second unit. Oh, nice. You got the shirt. That's, oh, that's awesome. awesome. And it's got the, the, the bone skateboarding guy on the back with the hat on, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So how does Stacy get on Hollywood's radar for, for these skate movies? Just the power of the bones brigade videos, the first couple of them. Yeah, for sure. He was doing that. He was, he was acting too a little bit, right? He was acting and he was in classes and he was joined SAG and he was just, um, yeah. I mean, he had done the other two and, people he had worked with had worked with other people that worked with other people that so his name was the go-to guy like it's um and i don't even know the connection of it really but um people that he had worked on even with skate tv Mm -hmm. and 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 other producers and other like people in the industry have had like their kids actually went to animal chin you know premieres Mm -hmm. and so it was just um that's a question for him. You didn't interview him? <laughs> no, not yet. We're saving him for the finale. I think it was probably pretty easy to be the go-to guy because the other one would be like Hollywood trying to call up maybe Don Hoffman for vision films. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and, and then the third guy would have been... Rich Novak or Brad Dorfman or somebody like that. Dorfman had Don doing vision films, you know. Scott Dietrich or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, and there's just there wasn't anyone. Um, all the surf guys were gone. I just think it was there was no one else to go to. He was the go-to guy. He was already connected into doing things for people, and they knew who he was. And they said, you know, basically like, give us your guys. You know, Tony Hawk doubling for David Spade at first, and then after a few nights, they're like, it doesn't even match. He's six foot tall, and David <laughs> Spade's not. And so they brought Chris Miller in. Mm-hmm. One of the credits I was, because I, I've been going through this thing with a fine tooth comb all week, is Pat Darren is the second unit cameraman, which is really cool. So Stacy goes back with him all the way to freewheeling video, I think, in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. So you once you have your... You have your guys. Once you have your guys, you just, it's just, you know how to work with people and you just do it. If And if someone says, hey, you can bring your guys... Or just say, you know, who you've worked with, you know, it's, it works a lot better. It's always has worked a lot better that way rather than plopping a bunch of new people together. And so I think Stacy had kind of more freedom on this one than any of the other ones, perhaps probably. Mm-hmm. Do you know how the, the producer, Paul Meslansky, do you know why I think he's the guy that's kind of like, I want skateboarding in the movie. Do you know where he came up with that idea or why he wanted skating in the film? You'd have to ask him, but I, Bet you his kid skated and saw Animal Chin. Okay. I mean, when we go back, like all the connections kind of keep going back there. Like I'm one of my oldest buddies that I only knew for a couple years, one year maybe, and I didn't even connect with him. And then I connected with him years and years later. He's best friends with a producer that invented the way that you 
uh, have moving cameras in studios and swing in to like mm-hmm. American Bandstand and film that way. And he got a bunch of, you know, Oscars or Emmys or whatever they are. And his son skated. So they all went to the Animal Chin premiere. And I think there's connection there and there's connection here. And so, yeah, that would be my call. But I don't know for act. I probably did know at some point, but I don't remember. But okay. yeah, he, he wanted skating in it. So speaking of Chin, one thing I've always been curious about is it's the time frame of Police Academy 4 and Chin seem to be real similar. Like uh, Police Academy 4 was released April, April 3rd, 1987. And then the Chin premiere was May 1st, 1987. So there's like a couple weeks in between. Do you remember, was Police Academy filmed before Chin, after Chin, or was there some overlapping in there? Yeah, I, all I would know is by kind of what we're wearing, and it, it's filmed like at the same time. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, it's, it, it's very similar. Yeah, it's filmed. I mean, the stuff we're wearing is the stuff we wore in, in Animal Chin. I mean, yeah, the, it's like the same yeah. era boards and the shoes and got the Air Jordans on. Yeah. Yeah, and Cab's probably got Pumas on or something, you know, right? I don't even know what Cab's wearing, but uh, we're wearing it, it's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know that. It seems like it was. I'm telling you, it felt like it was a segment for Animal Chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost whole, like if you took that it. San Francisco street skating scene yeah. and then just made it nighttime and put it in a motion pictures kind of thing. Yeah, I always thought it was the other way around, but you're saying Police Academy came out before Animal Chin. Yeah. Yeah. So everything that they saw was future primitive that they probably would have responded off of or thrashing and gleaming the cube. So mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't they didn't say after Animal Chin. Yeah, but yeah, it's very much um yeah, you know better. It sounds like it was filmed during the same time. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to teach Brian Backer to skateboard, the guy that you the actor that you doubled? No. I um I was put on the assignment to teach Christian Slater. Okay, for gleaming the cube. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was put on that assignment and got fired in a couple of days. And then we came on to this and Brian, is that his name, Brian? The actor? Yeah. His character wasn't really supposed to be able to skate. Okay. He constantly was upset with me and saying, my character would never be able to do what you're doing. Don't like, and so that's, I started trying to ride funny or whatever, like, running into a trash can and <laughs> doing stuff but it was like i kind of just didn't yeah i it i it made sense completely from his character like i'm not supposed to be able to skate like that but um hmm. i didn't spend a whole lot of time pretending i couldn't skateboard at all that because that's not fun yeah right <laughs> so um we didn't teach those guys or anything obviously um david already knew how to skate he was from and you know that might have been part of honestly didn't even think about it that might have been a part of it too he's like like that maybe why he chose him as the actor or he was already in it he was like they knew he could skate and they're like this makes sense i don't know but yeah he obviously was a skateboarder before yeah i think i've seen a photo of him in a skating or grinding a pool i think yeah i don't i've never even seen but i knew he was a skater from before and um but we never even we didn't really have too much I don't remember too much inner workings with those guys. I I do remember him one night having the conversation of my my character shouldn't be doing that and can't be doing that and trying to pull me aside. And that's interesting. He's trying to yeah. trying to pull back the skating talent. Yeah, and I was like, I kind of knew exactly what I was thinking, and but you know, whatever. I'm not <laughs> not to skate, but yeah. I did. You can tell. I I 
I messing around a little bit, but I definitely didn't use the talent I had to actually, I could have skated a lot more clumsy purposely. There's only a few times that I remember it. And I remember the scene, I don't know if they use the scene, but I do remember a scene where we're skating along and I run into a trash kind of mailbox or a, 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 a newspaper thing on purpose to, to be kind of like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> There's the little, the little goof. So what was it like? Had you been on a, like a, that type of production before we, was it nervous or was there a lot of setup time? Like you're probably used to, you know, say making future primitive and it's just kind of run and gun, but this is probably a lot of crew, a lot of waiting. Was that weird or was it no, hard? So no, I mean, um, let's see. So I went up the, I don't remember. I went up before. Okay. For two weeks or a week to scout locations and I think build the stuff okay to get it all prepared and so i do remember it seemed like we built and prepared a lot more things that than that were used Mm -hmm. but i can't remember and when we were up there there was a lot of time off and i remember like going in these there was it was an insane asylum oh wow that the, the academy was an old insane asylum and so i do remember going down in the caverns with tackleberry <laughs> no way <laughs> and like what's her the, the lady what was her name the blonde the blonde lady yes and leslie were, easterbrook i don't yes, i can't so, think of her character so under underneath down in these tunnels were like just these tunnels and we went in there and spray i was spray painting and doing stuff and then i remember when miller and those guys came i took them down there i think miller did too so we went and spray painted down these tunnels and then one night and I don't remember if it was when everyone was there or not. Do you know what? I think the first time, yeah, sorry. I'm so confused. That's the first right. time I went there, it was just very, very much. We weren't connected to anybody. When we were all there, there was a few times where we crossed over their filming at the Asane Asylum while okay. we were there, but we never filmed with them. There was no interactions with any of them on filming. So we were in a second unit. It was very, it didn't feel like, much more than filming animal chin to me okay. except for like when we got back like big dressing rooms and there's but that's only when those guys were filming so um yeah i remember we i went down i don't know if the other guys were there or not but we went down to these caverns and there was these like um this morgue room where they had the the metal trays that you slide in oh yeah oh, wow pretty gnarly and um, yeah kind of weird and um i don't know who brought it up but they're like you know, everybody was trying to get the other person to get in there and close the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't, That's... I just remember being in some sort of situation with those two were there and I don't remember if I got in. So yeah, whatever I heard, no one did, or <laughs> I can't remember that, but I remember them showing me it or I was with them when they That's I remember that. And so nothing was like kind of, nothing really felt like a big deal, except for when you're kind of with the, those guys that were known stars, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think there was a few times, you know, that it was like too big of a production feeling when we were actually filming. I remember the fountain, the big fountain jump being a complete fiasco. Yeah. Um, what was that like? That's like not in the final movie. It's just in that kind of. I thought, I thought it wasn't in there because I, I, you know what I honestly think? I think they thought they came to this big fountain and they was like, we wanted, we want to have the big finale jump over this fountain. Mm-hmm. You know, typical thing. And I'm looking at it trying to design or figure out how to build something i'm like there's really no way to jump this thing i mean if if we had the mega ramp type of thing it could be jumped now because it was probably you know 
35 feet or something mm-hmm. and trying to come up with how are you going to jump, you know, like a little jump ramp. And there was really no way to do it. So we built this ramp that was like, it was like 40 feet long. Yeah, it looked really long in that yeah. cliff. It was, it was longer than the whole thing to get over it so you could just clear it with pushing. And you can tell that nobody could ever get speed to do it. And so whether just for them wasn't this big finale shot that made sense or whether it was my character wouldn't be able to jump it. <laughs> there was another one we did where we built a ramp, a wall ramp up against this marble wall it's kind of like marble looking walls maybe uh, some other it was maybe some other material but we had i painted the ramp and everything to kind of blend in and we did a whole shoot there and they ended up i remember them saying you know they didn't use it at any of the shots and um i don't think and i remember them like oh that cost so much extra we had to clean the wall and we you know all that blah 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 mm. and so there, it seemed like there was a lot of stuff that wasn't even in there that it seemed like if I can't remember correctly, because I haven't seen it, but it seemed like most of the shots were just down the street. And yeah. then our last yeah. one, jumping the police car, which is the one that made more sense than jumping the fountain. For sure. And so I think they filmed enough to be a three minute part that got cut down to one minute or something or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was cool. It was just um, that typical thing of these great ideas that kind of can't be implemented really like i mean i, I saw the fountain i was thinking like i know what you're thinking you're like full evil can evil jumping the fountain at the caesar's, caesar's palace, palace. Yeah. Like it, yeah it's not gonna really look like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what about the, the... Make, you know and then i build the whole thing and the guys come up and they're just like what this is terrible what are you doing i'm like i don't know did you have a better way to jump this thing <laughs> <laughs> i could have built a normal jump ramp and you and you know yeah it's not good but what do we do <laughs> yeah what about that roof gap that you and uh tommy do that because that's that clip i sent you oh they didn't use that no oh that was the text one yeah i sent you a text yeah and that's not on it no that's not oh, in the yeah. movie that's just like an outtake type thing oh it stops before i hang up and don't make it oh is that what happens i know it's like a oh. quick quick stacy no, cut no there yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i just thought that that's pretty gnarly for 1986 Looks we had like... just started to learn how to ollie wrong. Uh-huh. Tommy good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I don't even remember doing that. When I, looking at it, it looks like it actually looks like we're alling down. Like it doesn't look like, like down one up. level or something. Yeah. Not a full level, but it looks like it's lower, right? I could be wrong. To, I'd have to relook. Yeah. That does look that does look interesting. Yeah, I just watched it right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. All I remember is we filmed it seemed like we filmed a lot more than that was used. Mm-hmm. And that was just we, you know, we knew that's how it was going to be. And I think Stacy was even like, man, this is incredible how much we got in this film. This is pretty cool. I honestly think I went up there for uh, four or five days to build stuff. And I think we went up there for seven days wow. to film and maybe didn't film the first two days or something. I don't know. Gotcha. But maybe, maybe three nights of filming. Oh, wow. Pretty quick. Maybe one night. Yeah. Maybe one night. <laughs> Maybe one, maybe no. I think I think it was three nights. It could have been a full week of filming, but I I don't remember. I just don't. Yeah, I don't remember the full timeline. I just yeah, I remember there was a couple other incidents that like interactions with the guys and stuff, and that's kind of all I remembered. Um, I broke my board. I remember I got them all signed it. So it's more of a memory of that. I've seen the board over and over. Yeah, but I got them all to sign it and stuff. I remember. I don't remember doing any any. There was no scenes where we crossed over or even. There might have been a couple scenes that we saw them setting up or trying to film out in front of the academy, mm-hmm. 
but I don't remember any interaction with them on filming, but there was, you know, um, I remember, um, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Bubba, Bubba Smith. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like calling us over, calling Tony over. I was like, Hey, what's, what's your per diem? Per day? <laughs> 1500 bucks. Cause I'll give you 1500 bucks if you roll off my trailer. Oh, wow. And then there's something weird like that. And, and and Tony's like, oh yeah, rad, and starts heading up there. He's, no, 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 no. <laughs> I remember some action like that. I think I have a photo. I think I have a photo um, of him inside the trailer and McGill or Tommy out, uh, uh, Tony out front. There was another. I remember there was um, we played dodgeball with Michael Winslow. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, nice. and he was doing all these all the noises and being, he, he was pretty. It was pretty, uh, he was pretty interesting, dude. Um, he was cool. Um, he seemed cool. I do believe they all thought we were kind of stupid kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I know he was comedian, but definitely. And I've said this one a bunch of times, but, um, uh, Bobcat. Oh yeah. Totally thought we were just like, we, he played, he was doing a live standup in town one night Mm -hmm. and i don't know who went but mcgill and myself and maybe all of us but we skated to it that's awesome (laughs) like we skated there yeah that's perfect you know i mean we're skaters and we went there and so we got in and like we have our boards while we're inside and he in his stand-up comedy was trying to make fun of us it's like oh these professional skateboarders came tonight and they brought their boards to let you know they're professional and like no we skated here (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) our transportation yeah and i was just like hmm. either he's yeah is he doing that bit all the time or when the, the camera says cut is he ever talk normal because i could never figure out like this is i don't remember i just remember thinking like he really doesn't get this <laughs> yeah. or he thinks or he thinks we're complete jokes or he thinks somebody's gonna laugh at at that because i don't i don't see how that was even funny really to anybody <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, I, we could all be reading everything wrong, but I was just like, he might've thought we were awesome, but I like, I was just kind of thinking when he did that, I was like, I don't know, like no one cares who we are yeah. and no one cares that we brought a board to your nightclub. Like we just, we didn't really take a taxi anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save the per diem, you know, don't waste it like, on a taxi. I I, I'm, I'm guessing, I don't remember the joke going over well and I don't remember him repeating it anywhere. So I don't, I guess it wasn't. It's just probably off. funny but I, <laughs> yeah. I think someone like even tony is like i look tony's funny tony is rad because you would never expect like i don't think anyone gets the impression that tony would think that that's lame mm-hmm. or even repeat it like i am but he's very like stuff's lame <laughs> you know like, yeah yeah quietly between us like yeah that's not cool. It's like lame. It's like, <laughs> but he wouldn't. You wouldn't get the impression that Tony would. Uh, oh, whatever. Him and Bobcat are probably really close friends now. I don't know. <laughs> Is Bobcat one of the signatures on the board? I don't remember. He probably didn't. He probably wouldn't sign it. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think so. No, I think so. I think he did. Yeah, That's I think cool. they all did. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to. That's funny. I think they all did. I think he. I mean, if we met him, I think he would have. Um, they all seemed cool. I don't know. Those are the only like interactions we had. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why I took that one away is like, that one struck me weird. <laughs> <laughs> so making fun of, you're like bringing attention and making fun of like 
complete losers in the first place that no one cares about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, can you just leave us alone with our little skateboards? <laughs> I don't know. Super funny. Did you interact with Wink Roberts, the stunt coordinator, who was on the Pepsi team in the 70s? And didn't you see I them know. demo in at Knott's Berry Farm? I, uh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen the Pepsi team demo a couple of times, um, but the Pepsi team was massive. Okay. And it always changed people and it was different groups and different things. Um, he's I, not, I don't, I didn't know him. Okay. Um, I just thought that was I an did. interesting sk- skate connection. You know, the stunt coordinator was like on the Pepsi team in the seventies. He was on the Pepsi team or was he a stunt coordinator to the Pepsi team? Oh, I think he was, he was a, yeah, I, I looked, I looked him up. I got yeah. some, some photos of wrote. him skating. Yeah. Yeah. Was it when it was freestyle? I'm not sure in that clip that, yeah. that I emailed you, it starts yeah. off with him talking and he's talking about, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, when I was on the Pepsi team, we used to fly through the air with Velcro and then they show a photo of him like launching Oh, so it was, it, it, oh man, my thing's still dying. Why isn't it dying? It was, um, yeah, it was when Hackett and those guys were doing the, um, the suspenders then. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then he's talking uh-huh. about how you guys were doing it, you know, with no, you know, ollieing and not, you know, being strapped to your board. So he's, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I bet Stacy knew him. Yeah. I mean, Stacy was on the Pepsi team and he probably met him. Or, you know, I, the funny, I don't know. Maybe Stacy didn't. That's Stacy knew. Stacy's like asking me the same stuff. Like, Stacy probably, you know, everybody. I remember, um, yeah, I remember I can't, when we did Lords of Dogtown, the stunt coordinator was a skateboarder and he had all this like connection and it was a name I should have remembered or knew and someone else. And I was like, I don't know. You know. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about the the double set Ollie and Mike McGill early grabbing those stairs. That is so crazy. <laughs> all I can we, think of is I would like lose a finger doing that. Like there's oh, like, we could all we could everyone point, Ollie's all... it and then McGill's like early grabbing like down eight st- eight stairs like real quick twice in a row. Yeah, at that point we could all um early grab the same distance as we could ollie except for you know tommy was the only one that had actually like really started uh snapping ollies at a distance farther than we could grab you know not not i mean including gons and stuff but yeah like in at that time not none of us could ollie farther than we could early grab and we were, had already been you know years of being able to like grab down things uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. or roll off things um and so it was still a transition time of you know who could get their back foot retracted up into yeah. an actual ollie position. Yeah. And, uh, you know, only half of us got it halfway. <laughs> yeah. None of us got it, ever got it all right. Yeah. Um, it just yeah. seems harder to me, the early grab it than the ollie. It. It's just like, well, that's because you didn't start skating 15 years before the ollie came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay here's a bizarre one that i've noticed recently so as that main skate segment kind of winds down and it's actually my research i should have done my research and watched it you might remember this you might not so as that scene winds down it's actually brian and david skating and then you think it would be you know like they're skating to the mall and then you think it would be mcgill and hawk and cab or not Hawk, but you look and it's not them. They're wearing the same outfits. 
and they're kind of covering their faces the kind of disguise that's not the same other guys do you remember anything about that or who that would be it's like the bootleg the bootleg skaters it's really weird bootleg brigade yeah well, show me the clip yeah i and bet Matt, you, do you want I to bet get you it? Would, i bet the you guys had left exactly. town already and then they needed I someone i bet you exactly that's what it is it's like um you know they're, they're, they did they did all the cuts stacy did all the cuts they're they're cutting the stuff together later they're piecing the story together it kind of winds down or does differently than they kind of thought they're like hey we have to wind it down um we didn't shoot this clip oh we don't need those we can just put doubles in there to fill those spaces yeah and I, that's what it was they found some local guys or something yeah i don't i'm sure that's what it was um and it would have been so it wouldn't i mean obviously by that time it was miller and i doing the doubles mm -hmm. and then it was so mcgill and stevie and tommy would have showed up but it was three other people you're yeah. saying yeah I, it's got to be that i'm sure that's what it was it was like hey you know what we're not there's no way to get out of this segment we need to get we we need to get them back into the film and go back into the mall or do something we don't have that we need that pickup shot yeah, yeah. And they just picked it up they're not gonna fly those guys back up yeah to stand there and stand there or whatever um, yeah because they there's everyone skating up to work. the mall everyone's skating up to the mall all you know five people and then uh brian and david are like okay we'll see you later guys and then the other three guys kind of like skate away and they go and like in front of the camera but they all like suddenly everyone's like this yeah, it's a, yeah, they yeah. Just, that, that's what it is exactly they didn't film they didn't film that clip while we're up there and they needed it yeah that did that's constantly happening in films and stuff yeah and sometimes it's like the one in uh thrashing or gleaming the cube where mike mcgill takes off and gator lands yeah the the, <laughs> the switch dance <laughs> That's interesting too in this movie because Tony <laughs> is goofy foot and Chris Miller is regular foot. So how I've, much is how much is Tony and how much is Chris? I mean, I know Chris jumped the cop car at the end when we did it. Yeah, so I've been looking at which stance. So what I've been able to tell, so that main skate clip starts, you know, David Spade yells, This is skateboarding, and then it kicks into the action and it's filmed everyone skating away from the camera and just kind of the body language i think that's actually david skating in that part and then the rest is tony because it's all goofy foot and then the regular foot is the cop car launch and then you guys riding down that ramp in in the gymnasium or whatever. in the gymnasium or whatever that and you crash into stacy oh he breaks yes. the fall yeah that's right that's the day we did we did interact with those guys that day Oh yeah, because there's yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of them there. So was that, that filmed? It. Was that scene filmed at the asylum? Yeah, I think that's the. It yeah. I mean, it's been. supposed to be in like, like a community gymnasium. center or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it, and, it, I mean, the asylum was massive, so I can't see why they would uh, rent outside of it when they had the space there. The only stuff we filmed, like on the streets, if it was indoors, which was there, I'm sure it was at the asylum. Hmm. It was like yeah, it was like a gymnasium. So did you build that street ramp thing that comes yeah, down? I don't, you actually, I don't remember actually physically building or not, or if I just gave design and, and said, hey, this is what it should be or that. I don't actually physically remember building. I could have been there when they were building it and checking it, but I don't remember actually physically having to build the ramps this time. I think we were on a really great budget where someone else built them. Yeah, there you, <laughs> there you go. go. And you just got to wrong. play foreman or whatever. 
Yeah. I so Larry, I... Larry noticed that Stacy was sitting at the bottom of that. Yeah, ramp. I just noticed that, like getting ready to for this episode. That like when you, you guys... crash, Stacy's like sitting in the you know the recruitment meeting for the the police force. And you mean I... when we when I roll off? Yeah. He was Chris. there to he was there to protect boards or bodies falling into somebody else. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'll stay here. I'll take the hit because I know how these guys do it." Yeah, because before That's like we were five minutes, but you know, like within the movie, he's just like chilling, and I was just like, "Why?" You know, because I watched the whole movie, and I was like, "That's Stacy sitting in the audience, just like chilling." And then you know, like five minutes later, you guys come rolling down and you crash right into him. Yeah, I I do remember him saying i'll like i understand i can take this because i know where they where, mm-hmm. how they kind of fall and where they go i do remember that <laughs> yeah and he's holding you up doing the ho-ho do you remember that outside the mall where they get skate to too? yeah there's the part where okay so the main skate segment they they slant. end at the mall oh yeah there it is right there so stacy's holding you up so there's is that, brian is that like, you talking to red? this girl is this you in the red right there and that's Stacy holding you up because I the the Reeboks give it away, and the haircut. Why is he holding me up? Because it's I just mean, like you're doing a ho ho, and 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 Brian's going like he's trying to hit on this girl, and he's like, I can do that handstand stuff, but I hate it when the change falls out of my pocket. So <laughs> oh, he's just so like holding. I, I I'm physically me. I'm someone else. I'm not. Yeah, you're just. Yeah, like, you're not yeah, you. You're, you're just, just generic skate guy hanging out. Oh, so they chose they chose me to do the street plant because no one Tommy didn't want to. Yeah. Probably. And Stacy's holding you up for like three minutes. It's definitely the same. I mean, it's definitely your board. It's a blue Lance yeah. Mountain. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. No, yeah. Hey, hey, Mikey, get Mikey to do it. I'm Mikey. <laughs> yeah. <to do> it. <laughs> so, Stacy's got a couple appearances in here, too. It's pretty wild. <laughs> ah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. All right. So, how was the, 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 so the car launch is like the big, kind of finale so what was that like did you guys have to do that over and over was it just a couple takes i think we i don't know from what i remember we only did it like four times five times maybe at the most okay that's not too i could bad. be wrong i, I think, have the um, the one i break my board i break my board just over track like a little trash can or something right not the car yeah over the track that clips in uh the nightmare scene in uh animal chin there's some slams oh it's from, not in the movie yeah it's in uh animal chin when you guys sleep right. at the pink motel and then as everyone's having those yeah. nightmares, they show it there. Oh, so that's not even in the film. Yeah. yeah. No. I think yeah, it's a trash can. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I remember, um, I think kind of getting the timing right. And I think kind of the discussion was we got to make sure that Miller is like my character is not. Yeah. I remember being like trying to get the timing right and mm-hmm. having Miller do it higher and better. The, the other photo here in the intelligent report where you're blasting and Miller's kind of on the way down already. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's kind of not what they used because I was like trying to blast. And I think I, there was a conversation about not blasting. <laughs> you <laughs> are blasting, dude. Yeah, I, gone... awesome I was like trying to like, I yeah. don't remember. I, I kind of just remember that conversation. And so it probably st- that sticks in my head more than anything else. Like, Hey, I'm like, how am I going to jump? A-? Like the guy should have just like, I really should have just like gone up the ramp and walked over the car and jumped off. Like that's probably what that character really would have done. Yeah. And I, I just jumped, ran it. over it and jumped. Yeah, was, yeah was, ran over it. Yeah. Was Brian Backer not? He was like, he would never blast over this car. <laughs> He'd walk over it. He'd walk around I just, it. I remember being like, 
you know, typically us, you know, we're just like, who cares? Who cares about your movie and not, like me, <laughs> like me being in character? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go as high as I can on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't come up here to like not skate. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the movie comes out. What happens? You guys sell a million skateboards or kids all around the world see it and get in the skateboarding? I have no idea. I, I'm telling you, like, Back to the Future, Animal Chin, and that all backed up against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, I think we noticed Back to the Future is what changed board sales. I'm a Back to the Future guy. That's that's what happened to me. I think it's what changed board sales. We felt it then. And then Animal Chin, and I guess this came out around the same time, and it was just like, the in, I want to say that we, I remember, I've told you this before, sitting with Stacy afterwards, like, what's next? That was, that was the peak of it. Like, we're going to, we're going to have a ride from it, but we're coming off of it now. It's going to take people a couple of years to know that, but like, yeah, what can we do next? And, um, and the industry and the skaters even not being in the same, like, oh my gosh, you know, like Bones Brigade video show, future primitive, like it was definitely like a high, but then it was a very, it was very, very quickly like, oh yeah, we can knock it down. That was goofy. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think the Brady Bunch and all that stuff came out very quickly after that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, and so there was a tide turning already pretty quickly within a year. It was felt, I mean, so what's that, 87 when they came out, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what was it, 89? We all, like, wanted to be on blind. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was. It was two years of wonderful, uh, you know, it was just, it was, it was two years of, like you said, like, uh, reaping the reward of all that, mm-hmm. but it was very, it was a lot quick and it was really, it was came, came and went real quick, but it, it skyrocketed. I don't think anybody was, a lot of people weren't ramped. There wasn't a, there wasn't anything ramped up to be able to fill that void except for vision and Santa Cruz and pal. Yeah. So they just got, we got to reap that reward of those two years. So you get like a fat check from being in that movie or you get, if it shows up on cable, do you get residuals or how's all that work? I don't think residuals were ever written into it. I think we got a lump sum and, and, and uh, I think we got a lump sum and we got the per diem. Okay. And so it was like one and done kind of thing. I don't, McGill might've been in SAG and might have something completely different on it, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to say it was somebody else would actually know. I, yeah. I want to say it was what about me- stunt bumps? Would you guys uh, get God, extra I money? We did get stunt bumps on some stuff, and I think Police Academy might have been. I know other ones were. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, I mean, I want to say, I could be wrong. You got to ask someone else. But if you <laughs> ask me what we got, I think we got $1,500 a day per diem. Oh, wow. I'm used nice to like $20. I'm used yeah, to $20 per diem. Yeah. I want to say, I don't think it was $1,500. It might have been $1,500 for the week. Okay. It would have been $1,500 for the week. It was either $1,500 for the week or something like that, or $1,500 a day. And I want to say the whole pay was maybe seven or eight grand. I can be completely off. Hmm. You got to ask McGill. McGill probably still has the receipts. (laughs) I'll text him tomorrow. All right, Matt, anything else for Lance about police Academy four? I think we've, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah. We cover about pretty deep. So before uh, we talk to you, Matt and I just, uh, wrapped out for like an hour about the movie this is going to be an extremely long episode about a 
literally about a like three minute two part. minutes of skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> the um, the the cro- closing credits. Oh yeah, was that filmed in California? I'm guessing because filmed in L.A. It was okay. filmed by Stacy in L.A. right off of like right down there by Pico and um right off of Pico and uh it's like where the bowling alley is where people skate and they've skated um but yeah it was over um I wonder what I forget what part of this what city that is off of Pico um it's inland from Culver City huh I wonder what city that would be yeah I thought that had to be LA because I don't think Hawk and Miller were in Toronto at the same time nope it was in LA yeah is that this yeah we, we, talk, we, t- we talked about like how cool that was that you guys just got that that like bit at the, the end face of the credits you know yeah and not just know? text you got like your yeah it was it was i mean the whole thing is like is you look back like it's so yeah so, such it was just rad it was cool i mean it's corny stuff it's also cheesy it's also super awesome and it's all those things and it's like either you do them you don't do them and but the reality is having that opportunity to do them it just it's conversations about things now it's like the reason we knew stacy is because he was in freewheeling yeah Mm -hmm. and then we found out he's actually incredible skateboarder where other guys that were incredible skateboarders we didn't really get to see in things and so the only reason you know they're incredible skateboarding is skateboarding and skateboarding alone and it's kind of like it's just one of those weird things on all of it it's like it's kind of great and you know it's super opportunity we obviously thank stacy we thank everybody that lets us do it and it was like i don't know i trip on that stuff it could have been anybody yeah yeah did you go to the premiere were you invited to anything like that or did they just send you a poster or you just last day of shooting and that's it never hear from them again no 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 for sure we um i'm sure we went to the premiere and i'm sure like even like mcgill kept in touch with spade oh wow fully kept in touch with spade and he probably kept in touch with the producers and stuff because that's kind of how miguel was yeah i remember um (laughs) my wife has a great story she um she told i think she told me and i told tony like about a year ago like one day we i we stayed at tony's house when he had the ramp in fallbrook Mm -hmm. and we went somebody and yvette just stayed at home at house sitting and david called or someone called and she just picked up the phone it's like hey tony there he's like no no tony's not here and he was like, can you tell him David Spade called? And she said, okay, or whatever, and hung up. And she goes, I've never told him. Never told him <laughs> David Spade called. <laughs> oh, my last year. Yeah. That's no, awesome. No notepad around, a, you know, jot <laughs> down, David called. I don't know. Those guys definitely, um, they're just better humans. They keep in touch with people. And <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, they, they kept it going. I mean, I know they, they gave us some. They gave us like police academy bag and sweats and sweatshirts and they had the patches. And mm-hmm. so they gave us things and probably some people have them, some don't. Um, oh, so who made the, did VCJ add the, well, actually I have it right here. It's the, the police hat. Is that the only thing that's on there? Who would have made those shirts? That was Powell. Powell made, made those. Them and he gave them to the second unit people. Okay little crew yeah, shirts he, kind of thing yeah it was a pal made shirt for sure mm-hmm. and he gave and it wasn't like it wasn't for like none of the it was like they always did they did it for like small little groups of guys or contest shirts and stacy handed them out to the second unit mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know how many were made or not All right, um, very cool. cool i don't thank know you. if i got anything more yeah we're we got we got some gold here we thank you so much lance <laughs>
<laughs> we'll let you go to sleep. Awesome. Very cool. All right. I'll keep you posted. Thank Thanks, you, Lance. Lance. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. All right. And there he goes. Lance Mountain back into the internet. <laughs> Man. I mean, dude, the legend of legends, dude. Lance Mountain. Beyond. Yeah. Insane. Beyond. Yeah. I Super love that cool. we've had we've had him on the show twice now for like the dumbest things imaginable. <laughs> yeah, his head popping off an animal but chin and then talking he's about policing. He's such a good sport about it, man. You know? Yeah. I think uh like I said, I think that we I don't think you could ask you could not possibly ask for a deeper dive into police academy four than we just did. I think, I think we, we have we, just created the definitive I think that's it. Uh skateboarding archive yeah. for police academy four i think so yeah tales uh untold you've heard of, you've heard a lot of things here first yeah, down in the morgue with down in the tackleberry. morgue with, with tackleberry i mean come on and the my blonde, mind the is blonde lady whatever her name is my mind is blown yeah incredible yeah. wow lance yep thanks thank again so lance much. yeah thank you so much amazing incredible there it is all right matt for the first time ever yeah. No mailbag this week. We're gonna we're gonna cut the mailbag out. Uh this this episode is uh quite a bit longer than we had thought it was gonna be. I kind of thought this would be like about a half an hour or 45 minute episode. It's turned into something much more. And uh we're we're a little crunched for time. So for uh to get this thing out when we need to get it out, we're gonna need to kind of free up some space. So we're gonna have to adjourn early but we will be back with the mailbag next episode. This yes. is not a this is not a sign of things to come for this year. We will we will still have the mailbag. Indeed. So if you fast forwarded through the episode just to get to the mailbag, we yeah, apologize. Real sorry. Yeah, it really doesn't sorry. exist today. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be back soon with another episode, but until then, I'm Arnie. I'm Kyle. Reminding you to never stop searching for chin. <laughs> Have a good night.
Perfect. That's awesome. Just goofy and silly yeah. at the end. Yeah. All right, let me stop that one.